Hello and welcome back to the Ruby Hate Squad podcast. <laughs> um, I'm sure that most people would agree that it's not good to beat your children. It's not good to abuse your children. So, our our squad could get as big as we wanted it. Yes, I just hit the microphone. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, before we get started, I'd like to say. Uh, give a shout out to Danielle, I think. Yeah. Somebody um, commented on our last little episode. Hey. Um, thank you for your feedback, and... And good luck with your case. I hope that... I hope everything works out for you. Yeah. Um, genuinely, struggling to get custody of children is very difficult, and... Unless the families are to blame, you really should never blame the families. Yeah. Um, before we get into the major stuff, later on, down the line, we will let you know right before we get into it, yeah. but we are going to be talking about child abuse and neglect and literally abuse of every single kind that you can ever think yeah. of. Um, because this woman said, she really went out there and said, I'm going to tick all the boxes of being an awful mother. Yeah. Um. Awful human. In my opinion. In a lot of people's opinions, but. Yeah, let's, uh. But I wanted to quickly talk about Mr. Frankie. Yeah. Um, Professor Frankie. Professor Frankie. Well, he's ex-Professor Frankie. He's not no more. <laughs> um, now, okay, this girl, her name is Halo Haley. Um, so I'm assuming her name is Haley. If you can hear the dog whining in the background, I really hope you can't. <laughs> um, Halo Haley on YouTube. I've, um, watched her content a little while, uh, for a little bit, just every once in a while on, like, she covered, like, stuff about Colleen yeah. and things like that. And she's been covering a lot of eight passenger stuff. Yeah. Um I mean a lot of people are, but she is showing receipts. And people have been throwing a lot of accusations, a lot of mm-hmm. um a lot of just random bull crap that doesn't make sense or isn't true. Yeah. Like uh, you know, oh let's blame the pair the family well, you know, her Ruby's family is elderly, her, or her mother and father are are older, and her if brothers, not brother and sisters. Uh, her parents might be past. No. No. Okay. No, they're still. Around. I don't know that much about them, to be honest. Her her mom and dad. Yeah. Well, they try to stay. They're they're older. You know, they're not on social media. Yeah. But her sisters, her three sisters, and her brother, I believe, all have their yeah, own Yeah, they channels. have channels. Um, they they yeah. all have families. Um, and they have been doing what they can do. Now, trying to get children uh, the legal way. It's very hard out of a bad situation. Don't ever do it the illegal way. <laughs> no, 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 no. But I'm just saying, you know, it's not just as simple as, oh, you call and they they just come and, and pick your child up and, and everything's just hunky-dory. 
That's not the way life works. No, it's very difficult to get custody of children, especially if you're not a biological parent of that. Like, if you're just a family member, or even if you're not a family member, it's very hard to actually physically do that. Yeah, it's it's a little easier for grandparents, but not much. Um, I mean, if you're... I don't know, it... You have to have a good judge. You have to have a good situation. You have to have overwhelming amount of proof. Oh, my God, And even if you have, you know, so much proof. Yeah. It still, they end up getting. Oh, yeah. Put back into situations that are bad or left in situations that are bad. And now, um, like we've been saying, we went through this process. I had photographs. I had video documentation um, and multiple eyewitness accounts because of one mistake from my attorney. um, The child got sent back and it just so happened that, you know, (laughs) the father really didn't want the responsibility. So within 12 hours of receiving the child back, I thank God I was lucky enough to have, you know, dad call me and say, hey, take them back. Let's, let's work something out. Yeah. And, you know, but. But not everyone's situation is like that. No. And it gets into this weird. Yeah. I mean, we've been, what, six years we went through. Just being a power of attorney yeah. for the child. And then, finally, Dad's like, hey, you just want to take custody? You know, you just want him? Yeah. And, uh, of course, yes, let's let's get this over with. Um, but it's not that easy. No. Because... Not for everyone. No, because, you know, it could have been... It could be, I've seen people be vindictive and Well, you get into cases like, um, not to pull away from the Frankie situation, but there's other cases like, um, the guy who, he had either killed his wife or something happened, um, I believe he killed the wife, or, or he was running away from the wife, anyway, he locked the two boys in the house no, he with killed her. he killed her, um, while the uh, social social worker. worker was outside. She was on the process of calling nine one one, and he was inside killing the children. Yeah. And he ended up setting the house on fire. And so there's things like that that happen. I mean, there's absolutely nothing she could do. He ran him inside and locked the door before she could get. To them, there's and there's also cases like where um, I'm trying to remember exactly. Um, actually, actually, hold on, I don't know that uh, the names of anyone, but recently in Ohio, um, uh, as recent of last year, yeah. um, there are no beginning of this year. It was like February or something like that. I was reading an article about a woman who kidnapped her baby 
So it's her baby, but she took the baby from the father so that she couldn't, he couldn't see the child. Uh, and they, it was like this big, huge Amber Alert, and, and people were, they found the car in a different town, and they, um, I believe they found the, the child, and she was arrested. Um, but it was all because he was trying to take custody yeah. away from her. So, but, but she was the abuser. Yeah, so see, things like this, there's, there's never a cut and dry case. You know, yes, Ruby is, uh, clearly, she has shown us her true colors. Yeah. She didn't even try to hide it. No. And and Kevin, he's right there beside her. He says that they've been separated for 13 months. Okay, well, what about in February when you were saying how you took the kids Christmas away? How about standing beside her? Well, and, see, they, he says that they had this. some sort of, um, uh, like, she would, he would take them for a certain amount of time, They she would have yeah, them. month to month. But we're going to talk about later on how I don't believe that. Yeah, um, I think we have proof that that's not the way it happened. I, um... But Kevin is, is no saint. And we're going to get back to this story, but we just... You know, there's there's not a cut and dry, so don't get mad at the family until you find out yeah. what happened. Because we and know for a fact that a nine one one call was placed by Sherry in June. Yeah, June or July, I can't remember which one it was. But of this year, Sherry called the police herself because she went there and found out. That the kids were there, and she, they wouldn't open the door for her. Yeah. They were afraid to. Um, there's also, uh, before we get into Kevin's stuff, there's also things like, you can do whatever you, I mean, like, you can sit there with Lori Vallow. Yeah. She had, those kids had so many people saying, I'll take the kid, I'll take the kid, I'll take the kid. Yeah. And... Thank God the police in that situation actually did do their job and yeah. went and checked on those kids and then was like, hey, she, she ran away to Hawaii? Yeah, something, something sus there. Yeah. We need to figure out where these kids are. Yeah. But there's also cases like, um, I believe it was in New York City, this little boy, his I think his grandparents was trying to get um, oh. custody, uh, it was his biological grand grandparents, but the thought fo- they had been put into foster care, so they were, tr- it was a sticky situation, because rights were taken away from the mother, and oh. she had passed away from, um, an overdose, oh. but the grandparents wanted the little boy and his sisters and things like that, but, the- and they were all in this apartment, and the social worker was like, Oh, he's not here today? Okay, that's cool. Oh, again? You know, two weeks later, they're not here again? Okay, that's cool. Oh, he's sick? Okay. Never saw the child for months. How months. How many kids were there? There was, I believe, four children, I think, living in the house. So, just the one she didn't but see. Just the, just the one um, was the, the main priority. Because he was, like, six, six or seven years old. Oh, so he should be in school. Yeah, um, but he wasn't. 
because he was unfortunately in the closet. Oh. Passed away. Um, because the foster parents Run alive. boyfriend decided to beat him to death in front of the other children. Oh my um, god. And so you get instances like that where you can sit here and call and call and call and call, but the police or CPS, uh, you know, Child Protective Services, they don't always do their job right. No. And I understand that they are overworked and over underappreciated, understaffed, overworked. They have hard, I mean, it's so hard when you've got to see a hundred children a day. Or like, a month. Even just a month. Well, like, it's hard. I saw I this. Mean, there's only 30 days in a month, you know. I think there was like a, it was a Vice documentary. Um, and this woman was showing all of her paperwork, and it was, she's like, each one of these papers or case files is a child, and her whole desk was covered wow. with it. And she's like, I'm expected to see all of these children today. Wow. Or and she, some of them don't even know like their full the kid's full name because they don't have time to sit there and look through the file. So yeah. I understand that being a social worker is very well. difficult, but there's also. She, the, the, in that instance, she was sitting there saying how it wasn't her job to, to, um, she ended up getting fired because of her conduct and how she lied on reports saying she physically saw the child when he was dead. She clearly did not. Um, she just didn't want to do her job properly. Um, see, now, okay, I understand they're completely covered and swamped. And maybe they should do something in the school system or something. This is a government thing that needs to happen, you know. But, but what I'm saying is maybe we could work something out with, like, tr doctors that are trainees or um, teachers that are trainees at, at like, college level yeah. and have them go in and say, okay, this is a part of your class assignment. You take... One case a week, and 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 focus on that one case and learn how to do social work. Yeah, because being a doctor is like a social worker. Well, being, being a doctor a, is a nurse is like a social worker. Being a teacher is like a social worker. Well, yeah, because you have to understand. You have to be able to identify situations like what if the person who's coming in here is being hurt. Yeah, and you're. Exactly. You, know, you have to be able to spot that without them telling you. Yeah, exactly. So if maybe they can work something out with with colleges to allow that to be a part of the program. Or the, the main problem that, like, I was in that documentary, I think it was a Vice documentary, um, uh, was saying that they don't get paid that much. They're so no. underfunded, nobody get, wants to do that job. They get paid minimum wage. Uh, in the, some states, that's not $15. Well, like, uh, you know, in a few states, well, I applied in Ohio about, oh, God, six years ago mm -hmm. as a, a social worker through the welfare office because they were hiring, and I thought, that's great, you know. Uh, I have a little bit of college. I I can do this. Yeah. 
It's just filling out paperwork. And um, you get paid seven fifteen an hour. That's insane. And I don't think it's changed. And that's in, that's in Ohio. I mean, I know California gets a little more. I believe but, California, the the minimum wage is $15. You, like, yeah. you can't, and, all jobs are $15. Yeah, it's, so, you know, you're talking anywhere from 7 to $15 for life-threatening, because, yeah. like, with that one guy, he could have easily killed her. He, he had could, guns yeah. in the house. He could have shot her. Yeah. And, yeah, they're risking their lives, they're... But also, you're 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 supposed to be there to make sure that children are in safe positions. Exactly. And if like the the woman I was talking about, she got fired. She was saying, like, I don't have time to save everyone. And it's like, but if you don't try to save one, yeah, then what good are you? What's the point in doing the job? So I just wanted to bring that that point of view in there as well. Well, also. The fact that... Also, no hate to CPS workers. We do love you. You are very appreciated. Well, some of you. Some of you. The ones who do their jobs. Um. Oh, my God. Had two different experiences with two different social workers. But we're not going to get into that. (laughs) That's Um, for a a private story time. Yeah. But, you know, there, there are different... They're very different. They have their own mind, and it's how they perceive things. Right. And the fact that no one went and and spent any time. Oh, we're gonna get in with Ruby. With there were people. There were officers Kevin? that were called. Now the officers. I think there should be, in my opinion, yeah. should be an investigation the into mind- the conduct of the police. Stuff. There might have been a little laziness going on there, but at least they did go out. I I will have to, you know. But the fact that they said, we saw the kids in there, but they didn't come to the door, so we couldn't do anything about it. If you see a child in distress, or you know that that child's been left home alone, you're allowed to go in. If If you have probable cause, they can break into your home. If that child is in there and you're saying, hey, I'm a cop, let me in, or at least come to the door and speak to me, and mm-hmm. they don't, something's wrong. Maybe something's wrong. Yeah. Shameless promotion here for a second. Um, we're talking about different true ki- true crime cases. We have a true crime podcast. Yes. <laughs> and uh, we actually have a few cases where we talk about the issues of CPS and things like that. So yes. if that interests you, you could go look at Mystery Central. Yes. That's the only time I'm going to mention it. Um, but Kevin, I found, well, I didn't find them. Um, Haley from Halo Haley found them. And I wanted to read off some of his um, reviews that his students have left because I think it shows his personality a lot oh. of how these people perceive him. Well, tell us, dear. Tell us. So, okay, you can, like, rate the quality and then the difficulty of the the courses. Okay. Um, so this one is from July 22nd, 2022. Okay. 
Um, they rated it a quality of 1.0. Wow. And a difficulty of 5.0, which is the highest that I've, I've seen. Okay. Like, you can only go from a 1 or a 5. So, I, I'm assuming it's out of 5 stars. They got a D plus in this class. Oh. Um, the, uh comment that they left was a very strange man if you don't agree with professor frankie once then you're looked past for the um then you are looked past for the remainder of the course um now if you have taken a few of his summer courses he's always trying to get you involved with jody hildebrandt Wow, uh, who, I've never heard that name before. I know. It says, uh, he's always trying to get you involved with Jody Hildebrandt, who is a renounced as a terrible person at BYU and the LDS, um, and who have who has severe untreated mental illness. Terrible, terrible people. <laughs> it starts out lovely. And this was before all of this. Yeah, that was in 2022. This is also in 2022. This next one is in July, July 24th of 2022. Quality, 0. Uh, 1. 1. 1.0. Oh. Uh, difficulty, 5.0. Um, they are a dropout slash, slash withdrawal from the class. Okay. Um, and it says, unable to get in contact with outside of class. Um, he is very controlling and... And you can only have the same views as him, or else you're looked down on. Caused me to it caused me so much stress that I had to drop out. Aww. Um, this one is from July twenty fifth of twenty twenty two. Quality one point zero. Difficulty five point zero. Did he ever get a higher than a one? No, not that I saw. Uh, they just put a, they got a C minus. Professor Professor Frankie is rude from day one. Uh, he does not respect his students at all, and he has he's always in a bad mood and made the class miserable. Uh, wow. He would make horrible homophobic remarks and make us students feel incompetent. His classroom felt hostile, like a prison. Hashtag I hate it here. Wow. That tells us a lot. This I gets mean, me real mad. This one, this next one. Well, now, just, like, the prison thing and stuff like that. I, I, you know, that's how he acted when he was on... Right. On her... Their eight passenger thing. Um, now, this one takes me off, and before we do this, I want to specify. I'm not against religion. I love religion. I think it's great. But I don't like it when people use their religion to put other people down. Yeah. You are not better than me because you believe in a certain faith or whatever. No. Everybody is equal. Your faith is just as valid as my faith. Yeah. All that. Exactly. <laughs> I just don't like don't how have... people have to be like, oh, well, I, I believe in this and that makes me holier than that when I'm no. better than you. No. Like, you're not. What I do with my body is my body. No, I, I believe... If I'm going to hell, you won't be there if you're so holy, so don't be worrying about me. Exactly. I have, uh, all my children have had their own religion. I mean, 
they were, you know, Baptist-based, I guess. We, we would go to different churches. I, I like to experiment. And uh, not in a weird way. <laughs> oh but I like to go to different churches and, and um, like, just hear different points of view. Yeah. So, one of my child is a Wiccan, one of my child is a atheist, and the other one, I don't think she knows. I'm undecided currently. One I like... is very religious, very big Christian. I like learning about different religions and different cultures within, you know, that yeah. go around the religion. So I really don't like to sit there and say, I, I mean, I guess I would identify as a Christian if I had to, if to I had to pick. Put a label on it, to, yeah. But, I, you know. I think you have to figure that out for yourself. You can't uh, judge everyone. Right. You know, what you think is not what the next person thinks. I think it's interesting to see the the differences and the similarities in different religions. Definitely. Um, this this little comment makes me real mad, though. So they rated this. This was on June twenty second, twenty twenty two. They rated it a quality of one point zero, difficulty of five point zero. Um, they dropped out slash withdrawed from the class. Um, it says, once he pulled me by the arm into his office to yell at me for doing a TikTok dance outside of the building. Outside of the building. Right. So they were on the outside of the building, and they were doing filming a TikTok, and he went in there and yelled at them. He now, I understand... And pulled her into his office. Right. Physically her pulled her. And so he needs to be brought up on assault charges. I would be like, this is sexual harassment because like why are you staring at me like that i know okay people don't understand this if it's on the street and i understand she was on school property so he could probably say you're being indecent on school property and this is a religious school i we are taking that into account but this just to me shows his um i'm better than you and the fact that he would physically pull a student yeah um is very concerning, and that yeah. makes the, some of these comments may be the reason why he was fired, and not just the eight passengers. I yeah, this sounds like well, did you said some of them took him to the uh, school? The head I, of the I believe school. some of these comments were seen at the school board. Okay, because I, I think you said something about that he thought that was why he was fired. Well, there was a rumor. I'm not sure if it's 100% true. It might be. It might not be. I don't know for sure. But I heard that he was let go due to his conduct at school. Ah. Not the eight passengers channel. Okay. That he was not up to their standards yeah. of teaching. Well, I mean, jerking kids around, mm-hmm. jerking, jer- jerking people around. Well, making people feel like they're less than you, yeah. no teacher should do that. I have had teachers who have made me feel absolutely idiotic. That's and not right. And that's not a way to, to learn. No. And, and at college, you're a grown-up. Right. You take responsibility for yourself. And he has no right to treat them like they're just nothing. If they're outside, what is it hurting him? Walk away. 
go inside. Don't don't comment. Yeah. You know, you don't have to look at that TikTok. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't phase you. And who is he to, you know, degrade them by by grabbing her, jerking her inside? I believe it was a female. Yeah. It made it made the um. It sounded like female. I'm sorry. I just assumed. Um, and then making the homophobic jokes and yeah. the comments and stuff like that. I mean. I understand this is a religious school, but you should keep, if that's not a part of your teaching, which I believe it was not. Um, no, I mean, um, I don't know even religious schools that, that, that would just, do that. You know, yeah. That's that's just not right. You You keep that stuff to yourself, especially if you know you can clearly see that you're upsetting your students. Right. You're making them feel uncomfortable. Right. Enough is enough. So this is the last one that I have. Um, it's from June 17th, 2022. Quality zero, uh, 1.0, difficulty 5.0. Um, they actually listed their grade as an audit slash no grade. So, like, they didn't get credit. Wow. Um... They said, Kevin is terrible. I cried every day. He is very abusive to his students, and we were left traumatized. Uh, He had a meltdown the last month in uh, last month in front of the class and then scolded everyone. I tried to contact the dean, but nothing happened. He screamed and yelled at us for using TikTok. Uh, He they really do not like TikTok. No. It is, I mean, TikTok has its problems, but geez, it's kind of good. <laughs> um, uh, he yelled at us for using TikTok and went on a rant. He threw a textbook at me, and I'm filing a battery charge. Wow. Um, I'm not sure what has come of that, but that actually may, might be the charge, the assault charge. That was, that he has against him. Yeah, it could be. It might have been dropped, though. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'll have to actually, like, see if I can find He probably settled. Probably. He probably settled. I mean, the school probably said, okay, you leave and we'll, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, there's also, um, I believe this is from Rolling Stone. Okay. Um... An article talking about that Kevin did. Uh, now the video is deleted now, of course, but you can find the video. Um, people have re-uploaded it. Uh, it's called "What We Haven't Told You." This is when they're talking about how um, Chad was forced to sleep on the floor on the beanbag. Yeah. So this is t- them announcing that the- he had went um, to this camp. Yeah, the camp and all that stuff, and so. When Kevin's out here sitting here saying now, oh, I'm, I was never a part of any of the abuse and all that stuff. I never agreed with, with anything. I'm paraphrasing, but that's basically what he said. Yeah. Um, this is what he told the interview, in this interview. Uh, it says, in the video called What We Haven't Told You has, uh, that has been deleted, Kevin told the, oh, it's Insider, sorry. Oh. Uh, 
uh, insider that it was a moment of vulnerability and a part of Chad's story redemption that showed his victory over the challenges that he has faced for the past several years. So that sounds like he agreed with abusing his child. Well, yeah. Um, uh, the people who have been following us this whole time, they have, um, they would have perceived it as such. He said, um, the problem is when individuals who aren't familiar with the narrative uh, don't get the entire story. They fill, uh, they fill in the unknown with their own narrative, and that's where usually things blow up. I'm sorry. I I really don't understand. Like, I don't need other context other than like, okay, when your kid's being bad, you send them to like a military school. Yeah, if, you know, if you threaten just... the military school or say. I'm going to literally, you're going to be grounded for the whole summer. Like, you're not going to get to get on a phone. You're not going to get to, yeah. you know, we're taking the game systems. Like, you did something so bad. Like, you stole the car and, you know, crashed it and almost yeah. died. Like, you you're... got drunk and almost died. Yeah. You're, you're not allowed to go outside this house the whole entire summer. Like, you will have no fun. Yeah. You're going to be stuck here playing board, ga board games with me. Yeah. Chores all day. That's not right. as bad as sending him to a wilderness, wilderness camp where he had to starve and fend for himself and then get back and then for seven more months after those six months yeah. of that, seven months after that, he's still sleeping on the freaking floor. Yeah. And you've taken the bathroom door off and you've taken his bedroom door off and he's sleeping on a beanbag and then yeah. you took the beanbag. Like, well, I'm getting heated. <laughs> I guess Chad has never had a room. Now, he's supposed to have shared with Russell. No. Russell and, and Chad uh, originally were supposed to share the big room because they had their own bathroom. But Russell ended up getting the bedroom by himself because Chad was kicked out into the, yeah. the family room. From what I understand, they lived in a house, right? And then they moved to a new house. Yeah, they got And that's the, the bigger house. And, like you said, they were supposed to share, but then he didn't. Yeah. Yada, yada, yada. Then they made him sleep on the floor of yeah. Russell's bedroom. Yeah. It, it's it, it's not good. I mean, it's... Oh, oh and while there. he was gone, remember, don't forget, while he was gone to this wilderness camp, he had not cleaned his room. And so, um... He had clothes all over the floor, I guess. You know, yeah. Ruby would absolutely hate me because oh there are clothes God. all over my room and it's so messy. But I guess he had clothes laying everywhere and she just threw them all away. Yeah. Anything that was in the floor, she just threw it away. He had no clothes. So he said, I only have like five shirts and three pairs of pants to wear. Yeah. So. Everything else was pitched. Um, but... Kevin was there the whole time. Mm -hmm. Kevin was there when she said, He okay, drove him yeah. to this wilderness camp. Yeah. Kevin was there when she says, Okay, you're just going to get a, a pillow and a blanket and sleep on the bathroom floor uh -huh. when Russell had a temperature of 103. Yeah. Well, he was also there when he got COVID 
and then made the joke about, hey, let's all get COVID together. Yeah, let's just give the kids COVID. And, and then we'll... they'll get an immune to it. Yeah. Even though my my sexy man husband, Dr. Fauci, sat here and said that that <laughs> was not actually any help at all. Like, you can't build an immune system, to, or you can't become immune to COVID. No. Um, and <laughs> she... I'm sorry, I love Fauci. Oh my god. Uh, um, now I also, there's also, did you hear about him calling her in prison? Oh, well, she was in jail. <laughs> or jail. <laughs> yeah, I did hear about that. Um, so I have a little bit of the article. Okay. A little snip bit. Um... A cellmate overheard a phone call a conversation between Ruby and Kevin. Um, now, we also do have to take this kind of with a grain of salt, but I, I'm, I'm assuming that there is actual, like, a phone record yeah. of it because they record all calls in prisons. But, you know, when a cellmate is sitting here, like, I have tea on this person, like, it's usually that they're trying to get their case lessened. Yeah. So... But I'm assuming that there is some sort of, like, phone document record of this call. Yeah. Um, and it says, they instructed their inter attorney to visit the residence and collect money hidden in a house, hidden in the house. When the attorney arrived, the money was nowhere to be found, causing Ruby to panic and being, ab um, about being able to, unable to pay him. So, so... Yeah. My theory, I think she, she was like, I need the money to, like, pay the attorney. And he went to the house and was like, I'm just going to keep the money. Yeah. <laughs> I think he and took the money. Um, yeah. Um, I, I, she's so, supposed to have money hidden all over the house. So if this is a, a bad person, you, we don't like this person, she abused our children, why are you calling them? in jail yeah other than to be like what the hell is wrong with you you know well, what i'm saying like that wasn't the case he wanted the money too uh-huh he wanted to know where she was hiding the money yeah he has no concern for his children in and, my opinion allegedly and i i mean i really wouldn't put it past him for him to sneak over there and get the money once he found out where the money was before the attorney got there now i really quickly in my opinion. Um, okay. So, this is the part where, if you don't want to talk about, um, or hear about some heavy things. Yeah. Skip on. Yeah. Um, now, okay. He says that they had this kind of, like, on-off, like, I'll take them for, like, two weeks, you can have them for two weeks. I think it was and a then, month. Um, well, it was like that, but then she wanted them for the summer. So he hasn't seen the kids physically all summer, he says. Okay. Okay. Now, in the 911 call that was released, um, which it honestly broke my heart to listen to. I almost cried multiple times, especially when the neighbor, he started crying because it the state of the child was so bad that it was, like, causing him to... Like, it was a visceral emotion. Okay, I guess Russell Russell is the 12-year-old. Yeah. And he had a pair of socks on. 
Yeah. And he had, well, at first he didn't have socks on. I believe the neighbors got him a pair of white socks. But he um, was wearing clothes that did not fit him. No, he had a pair of large boy shorts on that were, um, that didn't fit him. And he had a, a long sleeve, uh, like flannel shirt on that didn't fit him. And he, at first, he saw the the tape on the ankles. But he couldn't see it on his hands at first. And then Russell pulled the, the shirt up a little and he could see the um, tape on the wrists and on his, uh, and the, the cuts up and down his arms. Now, they, apparently he had welts all over his body. Now, one the um the way that the the police have described um now last time we talked about the charges, yeah. I went over the charges and there was those two extra charges. Yeah. One of those charges is not for Russell at all. It's specifically for Eve, the younger one. She's 10. Uh, yeah, nine going on ten. So, um, Eve was found so, okay, I don't know how to say it. She has rope marks on her body, um, that are so deep, they have, they're scars. Yeah, they, they're open wounds. They were open wounds, but they were reopened wounds. This child has been tied up yeah. for a long time. Well, Russell had to ask, what day is it? He didn't know if a, what, what, like, the day was, and he had to ask, like, when, when, what month it was, what, he didn't, so. He didn't his, know how to say how old his sister was, because he didn't know if her birthday had passed. So, they were tied up for a very long time, and, um, the way that they're describing it makes it sound like the children have very large um, rope burns and and marks on them. Um, he also, um, the, the dude on the 911 call, um, they, I guess he had told the police, um, this wasn't in the 911 call, but the police had reported that this is something that he had witnessed, um, so they're 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 cuts, but they're they're like I don't know. I guess I'll just come out and say it that he was whipped, basically. Yeah. It's what it sounds like to me that the child was whipped with a belt or something. Or yeah, um, I, I don't know. They said that they found um, the corresponding well, yeah, because he had weapons belts. to the injuries. They uh, yeah. apparently they were found just basically head to toe. These children have wounds. Yeah. Um, they, he was talking, New and old. Yeah. He was talking about how he had uh, welts on his body, all over his body. Um, he was um, very emaciated. He was very um, malnourished. Now, very, uh, he, he said he was trying to give him drinks. And keep him cool and, you know, 
he was worried that Jody was going to come and start stuff. So he's like, well, you need to hurry up and get here. Yeah, because cause she's still there. We can take him inside, but we're two doors away from her house. Yeah. Um, well, he actually had to go about a block down the road because yeah. the houses are kind of so far apart. Yeah. But it's like they were very close. And um, now in the 911 call, you can actually hear Russell. Yeah. And it's so heartbreaking to hear him speak because he's sitting here saying like, oh, you know, all of the bruises. and so He's like, it's my fault. Yeah, this is my fault. I did this. He, um, I guess... From from what Russell says, you can hear him say, or as he's answering the questions from the guy, um, he thought that Julie and Eve were there. Yeah. He said that there was two sisters there, which we know for a fact that Julie and Abby were at Ruby's house, not Jody's house. So he was separated from the other... He thought that he was the only one being beaten. Yeah, he thought he was the only one there... He thought the other girls were walking around. So, that makes me... How long has he been separated from his sisters? Now, it was told that he was in the basement. And that's why everyone assumed that he crawled out of uh, the second story window. Okay. Because he had to crawl out of a basement window. Okay. But I'm not sure because that's just a rumor. Don't take that with a grain of salt. I did see that a bunch of places though. That everyone's yeah. mentioning a basement. Yeah. Um and I but I know that Eve was found in an upstairs bedroom. Yeah, she was found in a bedroom. So they were separated at her house. Yeah. And not put together. If he didn't know how long he had been there he had to have been there for more than two weeks. Yeah. I, I'm Well, now, I mean, one week could drive you crazy yeah. if you're not seeing anybody. But he's been beating. Yeah. He's been, um, you know, I'm sure they've been screaming at him. They, The neighbors complained about the noise and, and mm-hmm. stuff. Actually, on the 911 call... He says, yeah, we've had problems with this neighborhood. Yeah, she's she's trouble. Well, he also... They... People in this neighborhood and in Ruby's neighborhood has all called CPS multiple times. Yeah. Uh, or they call it D- DFHS there. Um, uh, because they've noticed that the children have been left home alone for weeks on end. Yeah, at Ruby's Especially in Ruby's neighborhood. But yeah. I guess this, this, uh, in Jody's neighborhood, a couple of people have noticed that there was kids there, and they were by themselves. I guess Eve, um, had been known to be wandering about the streets. Yeah, and at, uh, at, at like, Ruby's house, the, the neighbors were complaining. Uh, so maybe they, they were, moved her because... Well, they actually called the police and said, hey, there's a kid that we see at like 12 o'clock at night and she's trying to ring our doorbell to play. Yeah. And stuff like that. Or or the kids are out in the yard. Or they're at school. Wrestling or something like that. And um, so the cops get there and the kids are gone. Yeah. And... I, people, I did see some comments of people saying, like, well, why didn't the cops just go and, and 
look around the neighborhood more. Well, if they don't, if they're driving by and they do their little patrol and they don't see a child, yeah, then like I said before, it, cops have to physically see you being harmed sometimes in order yeah. for them to be able to do anything because the law says that they can't intervene. If yeah. I mean, and you know, if you don't see something wrong. Why are you going to stay there and, and, like, search? Right. There's so many 911 calls right. that are pranks. So, I I get that, you know, they didn't want to stay around and and uh, put up with it. Yeah. Not excusing it, though. No. No. Um, they did, however, uh, this is this is amazing to me. Why social services weren't more adamant about this because they have 19 phone calls yeah for directed at Ruby's house yeah in the last two years yeah while he's living there yeah while both of them are living at this house 19 phone calls she even makes videos saying how people have called People have called social services on me. They think we're bad parents. And he's sitting over there justifying why people are saying that they're bad parents. And saying how wonderful they are. And he's right there in the car with her. Exactly. I... This... uh, Kevin is just as guilty as Ruby is. Yeah. Um, He allowed this woman to hurt his children. Yeah. I don't understand how you could do that. Um, now, I also wanted to, uh, bring up a point that, um, frustrates me. We also mentioned about Chad. Chad has still not made any public comment, but I guess he is okay. He's an adult now, so I guess he's okay. I've not, I still don't know where he's at. Like, we know where Sherry's at, but, like, I still don't know where he's at. Um, but today in court, um, well, yesterday in court, 2.31 in the morning, (laughs) um, uh, at her little bail hearing, she, Ruby has allowed us to have a little bit of insight as to why maybe this all happened. Yeah. She says that when Russell was three... Now, Russell is 12. When he was three. Now, she also hinted that Chad is also involved in this situation. Um, uh, When one of the kids was three, they saw they were watching porn. Now, to her, porn could be... um, A Vogue magazine. uh, Yeah, a picture of a girl. Yeah. um, With fully clothed, you know, if that girl's not living in her truth, um, then it's (laughs) porn. Um, so I guess he was looking at porn, and then he started touching some of the siblings. Yeah. And other children, and they had to keep them separate. And it got continuously worse, and so they had to keep them separate. Um, it's giving Duggars. Yeah. Because instead of saying, okay, my child... Has a problem. They keep doing inappropriate things to other children and their siblings. We need to remove them from the situation because they're the problem, not the other ones. 
Um, and we need to get this kid, you know, therapy and help and put well, in a place where they can't. Means, let's not do that. Let's just beat him. Yeah, I don't understand how, how, okay, if he had a problem with, you know, molesting uh, the other children, why starvation and tying up and beating them was the way to go. Like, were they trying to do, like, a, tr a like, the things that they were doing to Jesus? I don't, like, well, I, 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 they trying to be, like, the Romans? I don't understand. I don't know. But, uh, Julie... And, um, Abby uh -huh. are both bigger than he is. Yeah. Uh, Russell is a very small-framed young man. He's very petite. She also hinted that it was Chad, too. Well, I, I just don't believe that. Um, I just don't believe it. The thing that I have a problem with is I would like to know why she's bringing this up. Because she wants to deflect the blame. Well, I have a theory. That this is just a theory. It's not been confirmed. Please do not sit here and spread this around and say that it that it is. Um, I think that she's worried that when they interview the children, the children uh. are going to say that they were molested. And if she says... Or that maybe they were forced to do things with each other. Well, she um, says they were. Um, not forced, but that he would do that. But if she, if they say that they did, then she can say, well, it was not me. It, it was, was them. Um, yeah. She wants to, because, like, why would you bring up something that has nothing, like, nobody was mentioning sexual stuff? No. Um, until she brought it up. Yeah. Well, see, okay, so... Thursday, they had a custody hearing. Right. Um, uh, she had her attorney and her, that, well, it was like a Zoom or whatever it was called. And then uh, the two girls, Abby and um, Julie, Julie, had their attorney and they were there. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, Eve, I think, is still in the hospital. Unfortunately, I don't know. It has not been confirmed. Well, from what I heard, um, she was, she's in foster care. Well. With Russell. She, um, neither one of those two came, but the two older girls came. Um, and then, of course, he had his attorney there. Um. I believe. So the children have their own attorneys. Yeah. Um, Ruby has her attorney, and, uh, whatever his name is, Kevin. Kevin has his attorney. Um, apparently they stayed in foster care. They were not given to Kevin. No. Um. They have, um, they have scheduled interviews with Julie and, um, Abby. Yeah. They're going to be in, uh, not interrogated, but in, questioned. Yeah. Yeah, because they, they were never... They haven't been questioned yet. Yeah, they haven't given a statement or anything like that. So, they have to do their little thing. Um, the judge has ordered, I guess, for them to stay in foster care. Um, and then on Friday, Ruby had her um, 
bail hearing. Yeah, yeah. And so, Willa to give <laughs> the good news. It makes me so happy. Um, so, Judge, his name is Judge, uh, Walton? Judge John Walton is the judge. They've actually, this judge, um, is for Ruby's case, but he's going to actually be switching, uh, not, he's not going to be the judge, because she wants her trial to run at the same time as, yeah, she's having um, a, a switch. They're joint, they're joining the cases together. Um, um yeah, her and, jinx. Uh, sorry, her and Jody are having their case seen by Jody's uh, judge. Yes. So, um, but Judge John Walton, um, is, they, they have been denied bail, so they will stay in jail till the pretrial on, um, September 21st. Yeah. Um. They are from the same county, but. But in separate locations. They're about two hours apart from each other. They, um, her counties are so large there. Yeah. But it it's mostly just desert. It's not really that they're so big that, you know. Yeah. So they're in the same county, but they're different locations. Yeah. She's going to be transferred to that location. Um, just because I think mostly the reason why she's doing that is because people don't know her there. And the city that they're at. Yeah. I mean... Uh, that's Everybody where they knows. go to church. That's where okay. everything happens. The, the, the meet the for the trial. They couldn't actually live stream it because so many people joined. Yeah, that it like shut down. It broke it. <laughs> um, people were you know. It was a web. What? I don't uh, know. my God, I don't know. It wasn't a Zoom thing, but I don't know. It, it was weird. They um, but they couldn't do it. They couldn't do it, so they ended up just not doing it. Um, they also, there were people in the live stream um, who were, like, making baby sounds. Yeah. And, like, mommy, saying mommy and stuff like that, which is super disrespectful for the children. But, like, if, if freaking, if she yeah. could hear it, I well, hope it's making her think. It, the judge could hear it. Yeah. And it was... Uh, annoying him, and so they he just asked them to stop. They couldn't they figure out how to like block people and stuff like that um, yeah. to people sort out were the trolls. Him off because I guess they could stop him from talking and talk over him and stuff like that. So yeah, um, it was bad. So she did not get bail, um, which is funny because even Lori Vallow got bail. I know. <laughs> And she literally ran away to Hawaii. And so it's like they're she, clearly taking this case very seriously. Yeah, it's it's horrific. I I guess I mean I don't really care to because if I saw it, I probably would just like cry for days. But I guess when you saw the kids, like the female officer. Pretty much broke down right there. The the male officer, the main guy who was there, the first responder dude. Um, there's uh the on the um dispatch call that was released because they released the full one, the full yeah. thing. Um, he broke down. Yeah. He he 
he couldn't. Yeah. It, it was bad. It was sad. And when you see a grown man, you know, practically in tears trying to fight it so that he can show these children, like, oh, it's okay. It's going to be okay. Yeah. I mean, they said it took them four hours to convince Eve that it was safe to... That it was okay to come with them. Because she was terrified yeah. to to leave with them. They actually have... Um, one of the charges um, specifies that it's, um, it's used for aggravated assault, but it's also... Um, or child abuse, but it's also got um, uh, a, char- a charge in there where it's like um, if you've been... Uh, emotionally and physically manipulated. Yeah, meaning, sort of like um, Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah, well, the the one charge, or the two charges, there's the torture charge, and then the, um, there's another charge um, that is like, um, I'm trying to remember. <laughs> um, you've got let me find it. While you're finding that, I'll say this. Now, she had her charges moved to, her case moved to where Jody Hildebrand is. Now, everyone assumed that they were at the same jail, but they weren't because Ruby was arrested in Springfield, I think, mm-hmm. in her hometown. Jody was arrested on site. Um, so they were in two separate jails and I guess they have like different color, like, well, see, she had uniforms. She was wearing the regular uniform is the yellow striped one that Jody had on, Yeah. but she was actually transferred. Um, uh, Ruby was transferred to the medical unit yeah. because of a condition that she has of some sort. Yeah. Uh, she got some sort of, she was, um, had a, some sort of medical issue while she was in. Yeah, poor baby just got sick. I think um, they should make her sleep on the, on the bathroom, bathroom floor. floor. So, um, the charge that I was talking about that I couldn't remember is the one where it's, um, abuse to where you have caused someone severe mental delay or mental um it's basically a a mental and emotional abuse to the point where this child or the the person that you are that is the victim has isn't in a good state of mind yeah i mean the way that these officers are talking or the information that's coming out it makes it sound like these children like lived in hell. Yeah. Well, they pretty much did. Um. Yeah, and they said, oh, she, Ruby just gave the kids to Jody. I don't think so. I think she had, like she said, she had an emergency. She had to go and uh, deal with that. Well, now see, those, uh, Russell and Eve had been living at Jody's house. Well, I know, but she was living at Jody's house, I believe. And yeah. she just allowed the girls to just take over her house. You know, a 14-year-old and a 16-year-old to live by themselves in a house, which they were probably more responsible than she was, obviously. 
but, but she's not checking to make sure there's, you know, we don't know if there was food in the house, yeah. we don't know if, you know, lots of stuff could happen. I mean, she put these children's lives out on the internet, you hear all these other YouTubers like, oh my god, the sea of people outside of Logan Paul's house. Oh yeah. And Jake Paul's house. Um, what if people did that to them? Like, yeah. what if one of the neighbors was not so yeah. kind? Yeah. Or an uns... What if the house got broken into and someone, you know, hurt the girls? Like, yeah. do not leave your children at home alone. No, I mean... If someone was in the hospital and I had to leave my child overnight if they were a teenager... Right. I, w- I would probably leave them overnight one night, but never... Would I even think about leaving my kids? Yeah. You know, all the time. I mean, That's if you have insane. like a, a like you you've got to go to work, and you're you know from six o'clock to eight o'clock at night. Yeah. You know, that's not as bad as leaving them for two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's horrible. Um. And I just don't understand her mindset of how... Now, they couldn't call Dad? Did they have electric? Did they have a phone service? I don't think they have phones, no. No, I know they don't have, like, cell phones because she doesn't allow that. But do, do they have a home phone so that they could call Dad? And say, hey, we're here all by ourselves and we're starving. It really doesn't sound like he would want to come and pick them up, though. Well, and and there was a story at first that nobody's addressing. I don't know where this story came from. It was supposed to be hooked up with the uh, 911 stuff and right. all that. But for some reason, someone said that... Abby and Julie were hiding at uh, one of their friend's house. Well, I mean, or a neighbor's house or something. Yeah. Why were they hiding? Yeah. If it, if that was true, why were they hiding? And who were they hiding from? I think that they were getting confused because they, they were at two different locations. And, yeah. Um, Julie and... It, it was confirmed that Julie and uh, Eve, not Eve, uh, Julie and Abby were at the house, at, at Ruby's house. They were found at Ruby's house. No. Um, why? Alone. Why did Russell think that Julie was with them? That's what him? I'm saying. Like, how did he? He not had know? to have been down there for the entire time. Yeah. And well, well, Jody said in her interview, the children should never be allowed to be around other children. Well, now, Ruby was in a traffic incident two which, days before, but it didn't sound like it was a like a um. It car was accident. a. It was a traffic stop. Like you yeah. know how like they stop you in the middle of the road to be like. So she got a traffic ticket, it sounded like. Yeah. Like a pretty severe traffic ticket. 
Um, it didn't sound like it was. Uh, they wouldn't. They wouldn't go into more details about it. I guess we could look it up. Well, I think maybe some of the things, some of the details, they're purposely leaving out because this is going to trial. Yeah. Um, they're both. I, I I'm assuming they're gonna both plead not guilty. Oh, I I'm. Um, pretty sure they are. Ruby looked really rough. Um, Jody, they did. I didn't see a picture of Jody. No. But she did her her preliminary. I mean, not preliminary hearing, but her uh, bail hearing was also today. And it was also denied. Friday, yeah. Um, so that is a good thing. Also, the guy who. Okay, so the reason why her uh, Jody's license, her therapist license, was taken away. Yeah. Um, was because there was a guy, uh, he had been seeing her, he was her, she was his therapist. Yeah. Um, and she basically one day went into his church that they both were at together and announced to his wife and everybody in the church that this man had a porn addiction and he was a sinner. Oh, And basically broke doctor-patient confidentiality. And he turned her in because she ruined his life. He wow. got kicked out of the church. His wife left him, like... Everything. His whole world was destroyed because yeah. of her. I think he even got, like, fired from his job. Like, wow. she basically made it her mission to tell the whole world that this man was a sleazy, awful person. Um, and so she, that's why she got her license taken away. And he actually is doing... He did an interview... To say, like, hey, I was the, you know. Yeah. She ruins people's lives. Yeah. There's um, so many stories coming out now. And he basically was like, I wouldn't put it past her to do this. No. Because um, she likes to ruin people's lives. Um, and he's not the only one that, I, I guess this is like a thing that she liked to do. Like, if she yeah. was your doctor or your therapist, she would just, like, tell everybody your drama. And it's like, you can't be doing that. Well, yeah, I heard a story from a man. He said she ruined his life. I guess his wife was in really involved in the church. And there, and well, he was also, but uh, his son, his 12-year-old son, was supposed to, maybe this is an occurring thing, but his 12-year-old son was supposed to be heavily into like porn and talking back and he was just not in living in his truth no and uh they were made to his wife he left his wife Mm -hmm. and uh or she kicked him out but he actually had to go she locked the baby the 12 year old in the attic for weeks I think it was three weeks, and then the the husband broke into the house and, and, and rescued. rescued the child, and he was being he was beaten and starved. So you so know, like this is like her favorite thing to do. This apparently, is a common thing for her. Um, maybe I mean, I would be interested in to know if that is like a confirmed like they have police documentation yeah. about that because like if that's true, that is a pattern of a pattern of. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? My yeah, brain's not working right psycho- now. Uh, uh, she is... Pattern of behavior. That's, yes. That's the word I was is, looking for. 
psychologically, I think she's insane, if that's my opinion. I think she's narcissistic. It's not even, like, one of, like, we're not saying, like, she's, oh, she's just crazy, guys. No. No, we're saying, like, like if you, if you beat and starve your children, you, or anybody. Yeah. You know. No, this woman You're an awful person. Is, uh, And you have to be mentally ill and unstable yeah. to beat and starve a child. Like, yeah. Like, you have to be... Uh, you're a bad person if you do that to anybody. I'm not saying no, anything like yeah, that. I'm definitely. not saying... Um, but, like, children, especially it's a child that trusts you and loves you and cares yeah. about you. And you're supposed to love and protect and make sure that they're safe at night. And you're starving them and you're beating them all because what? Like, what reason? Yeah, what what reason could a child do person that would allow them. you to beat and starve them and tie them up? Yeah. I mean, I, I, there would be no reason, no reason whatsoever. And it breaks my heart to think about... You know, are they okay? And we all, of course, want to know where they are. Yeah. Are they safe? Who they're with? All this stuff. But we don't need to know. And we don't need to know where they're physically at. We yeah. would just like to know that I mean, they are okay. I would like to see Russell's little face to make sure that Russell's okay. Because there's still that doubt in my mind yeah. that he's safe. But... Now... Know, I also wanted to mention... But I know he's 18, but... You mean Chad? Chad. Um, All of them, actually. But Chad is one that nobody really knows where he's at. Nobody knows all this. He's not really talking The other kids are in care. They're being taken care of, hopefully. But, you know, I would... As a mom, as a grandma, I would like to know that they're all safe. Now, um, the YouTube channel, or uh, he runs a YouTube channel called Observe. Yes. Oh, He yes. is my... What a, Observe and then the behavioral panel. I love watching their videos, okay? Because yes. I'm... I love psychology. Um, he actually watched, um, a few of the Ruby videos. Uh-huh. Um, and gave his uh, thoughts and opinions on her psychological, or what he, you know, what he's observing. Okay. Um, and he brought up a lot of really good points that, like, if you study psychology, you will know. Um, about how, like, when she's talking about physically punishing the children, like, she's smiling. And it's, like, like, weird that you would be smiling, talking about... Physically harming your child or, yeah. you know, giving them a punishment. Like, it's not supposed to be fun for you. <laughs> no. I um, mean, and having... He, go ahead. No, well, I was just going to say, having your child sleep on a sleep on a beanbag on a floor for seven months is going to give them a little bit of uh, maybe scoliosis. Uh, Trust me, it is something. not fun to live with scoliosis. I mean, that can't be good for his back. And, no. And then, like, well, I mean... A beanbag is better than sleeping on the desert floor, though. Well, I guess 
Yeah, that's true. And see, and the thing that bothers me a lot about the whole like him sleeping on in the middle of the desert is I've been camping in Utah. And who wanted fire ants? No, this I looked it up. There is a yellow ant. It's supposed to be the most painful thing that you've ever experienced. And you know what? It freaking is. I got bit in the ear by one of those little yellow freaking fire ant. I don't even know what it's called. And it was god-awful. I wanted to die. I wanted to literally die. I wanted to kill her. <laughs> um, I was, was begging for death. Really loud. <laughs> it hurt so bad. So, I mean, you know. And that was like, I was car camping. Too. Yeah. Like, that was in a car. I got bit in a car. I can't even imagine what he went through sleeping on the dirt with no protection. Yeah. But, um, observe, he also talked about, um, how at one point he's, there is the clip of him going through, um, of Kevin going through the phone, Chad's oh, little flip yeah. phone, and how oh, he's like, he's, he's, he had, Observe said that it was like he was, um, he was loving the control that he was getting. Yeah. He kept mentioning things about, like, them, the the indicators on their face were showing that they were enjoying the control of the situation. Yeah. He called, didn't he call Kevin, uh... A narcissist. Yeah. He called them both narcissists. I would go and watch his video, because he's probably gonna... He'll explain it way better than I just did. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, I hope he continues to do more videos on Ruby, because yeah. I'm, I'm fascinated. I, I mean, just the fact that how she says, well, both of them are sitting there just smiling, this big shit-eating grin. Oh, my God, I know. As they're saying how he, you know, he was having too much fun playing football so they had to take it from him because he shouldn't have that much fun in life. Yeah. Life should not be that good. He should just be miserable all the time. Now, there's a difference between, you know, like, you can be humble and be like, oh, I don't need this thing, so being I should Being humble and being sad, making your child sad, is yeah. two different things. Um, I, you know, I was in sports... Believe it or not, I did a sport. I did <laughs> a track. Sport. I did track. And unfortunately, I had to stop doing track because I have an injury. Um, but, you know, and it was very difficult because I had to go from band practice all, and then I had to walk over to the thing and, and do the thing. And you had to come and pick me up. And it was like taking extra time up out of your day. But, like, it was something that I enjoyed. So you let me do it. Yeah. You know? Good, bad, or indifferent. Your kid, he could have been the worst football player ever. Apparently he, he was, was really good at it and got a scholarship, and then they made him stop, and so he couldn't go to college. Yeah. So he can't, he lost his scholar, his scholarship, a full ride to a good college, and it was probably, in my opinion, because it wasn't the college that they wanted him to go to, and it was too far away, and he would be too happy, and they yeah. wouldn't be able to control him because yeah. this woman is freaking crazy. In my yeah, opinion, they couldn't. They couldn't. She control can't the control situation because that's so literally what she said when Shari went um, uh, to college. Yeah, 
that she was sad, not because her daughter was leaving her and growing up, but because she wouldn't be able to control her. Yeah. It's, it's... This woman's frustrating. If you listen to some of the rhetoric that they have, and their videos are out there, I'm sure you can get it, you know. Oh, the Connections page is still up. Oh, yeah. Well, now, uh, they don't have any more videos up. But you can listen to a podcast, apparently, that they had. Well, they have uh, a lot of their videos up on the websites or yeah. on the... On the um, on Facebook? On the Facebook. Um, on the Facebook. On the Facebook. <laughs> I'm, I'm 97 years old. Um, but... But apparently they have a podcast. They haven't made one since, like, I think August... 27th is the last yeah. time they were on there. Yeah. Um... But, like, I, this whole situation is, it's mind-blowing. I mean, it's just, how do you let things go so far? Yeah. How did, how does things go so wrong? I mean, I think everyone was, like, for a long time, like, oh, this person's a bad person. Let's cancel her online. Let's yada, yada, yada. But then... It got bad. Like, I don't think yeah. anybody expected it to get this bad. Or, like, I think they everybody wanted something to happen. But then, like, now yeah. that it's happening, it's like, oh. Oh, yeah. It's worse than we thought. Like, oh, it's yeah. not just her exploiting her children on the internet. Like, she's literally abusing her children. Oh, yeah. Well, and, and things are becoming more prevalent and and we're learning so much more every single day. Literally almost every hour there's the new update. Um we also are going to do a uh small podcast on uh Colleen Ballinger because I I think she's headed down the same road. I believe she's got maybe not kids. well. I was gonna say maybe not a, as bad as Ruby, but she does like to body check her child all the time. And she does live with with uh, who Corey. Corey. I don't know his last Desoto. name. Desoto. Desoto. Um, and he is. He's been in chats with little girls. He's creepy, yeah. in my opinion. In our opinion. And, and her husband's creepy. Yeah. Um. And so I, I mean, I, I only brought that up because I feel like she's headed down this path. She's, uh, we're on the way to find out how, how much worse it, it is because, I mean, Colleen, yeah, she's a groomer and, and a loser. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Um, but she's on that train and we got to <laughs> it gets stuck in my head. Don't you get us in trouble? But um, she better not have copyrighted that, cause like she says she hasn't. <gasps> but anyway, I think that she, um, yeah, she might be headed down this path, and we might see her in a year or two. Um, I hope not, because I don't want this to happen to any child. No, uh, especially her. She has. Little ones. Little, little babies. And I don't want to see any child hurt. Any child hurt. I'm just saying if we could nip it in the butt now, mm -hmm. a preemptive strike, mm -hmm. once it 
get past the no return zone, then it's like too late. But like now with Ruby, it's too late. Before, like the a children few are years never ago, going to be able to get past this trauma. Well, a few years ago, maybe they would have. You well, know, I mean, I think they were just talking about like shaving their legs and their first period and and bras and dating cousins and things like that. I I well, you know, apparently the boys have been assaulting the other girls since they were three. So I think she's full of. Um, a big Meghan Markle, and, um... We're going to probably end this here, because we've been talking for, like, two hours. I'm so sorry. Um... But there's just so much of it. Yeah. You know, there's... It... Oh, my God. We also have a, a cup, an episode about, um, uh, you know... The one and only Donald Day, Donald Donald J. Trump. I don't know why, where that went in my brain. Um, there's been some updates. Uh, yeah. On all of the January sixth goodness, and I'm excited about it because things are happening to my man Lindsey Graham, or possibly we don't well, know. No, I I don't think he's gonna go anywhere. Uh, so we have some political stuff to talk about. But, yeah, just... Hug uh, your children. Love everyone. Think about somebody and other people's feelings. Yeah. And if you see somebody who you think is being abused or harmed, um, mentally, physically, whatever, you know, contact somebody. Because I would rather be like, oh, I'm sorry that I called... Yeah. The cops on you. I just was trying to make sure your children were safe. Then better to be safe than sorry. Yeah. Because you don't want this to happen to your neighbor. Yeah, and also, you know, even if you have to call a million times to get somebody to listen, it worked. Keep keep doing it because you know It took nineteen times for Ruby. Yeah. Let's Let's hope that, you know, we can nip this in the butt way before it gets started. Right. So, look at your family, look at your friends, love them. Well, even if you just see somebody on the street that you think might be being hurt, be, you know, take care of people. Keep an eye out for people. You be safe, though. We will see you next time. Sorry I got mushy. Hello and welcome back to the Ruby Hate Squad podcast. <laughs> um, I'm sure that most people would agree that it's not good to beat your children, not good to abuse your children. So our our squad could get as big as we wanted. It. Yes, I just hit the microphone. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, before we get started, I'd like to say. Uh, give a shout out to Danielle, I think. Yeah. Somebody um, commented on our last little episode. Hey. Um, thank you for your feedback, and 
And good luck with your case. I hope that... I hope everything works out for you. Yeah. Um, genuinely, struggling to get custody of children is very difficult. And unless the families are to blame, you really should never blame the families. Yeah. Um, before we get into the major stuff, later on down the line, we will let you know right before we get into it, yeah. but we are going to be talking about child abuse and neglect and literally abuse of every single kind that you can ever think yeah. of. Um, because this woman said, she really went out there and said, I'm going to tick all the boxes of being an awful mother. Yeah. Um. Awful human. In my opinion. In a lot of people's opinions, but. Yeah, let's, uh. But I wanted to quickly talk about Mr. Frankie. Yeah. Um, Professor Frankie. Professor Frankie. Well, he's ex-Professor Frankie. He's not <laughs> no more. Um, now, okay, this girl, her name is Halo Haley. Um, so I'm assuming her name is Haley. If you can hear the dog whining in the background, I really hope you can. <laughs> um, Halo Haley on YouTube. I've, um, watched her content a little while, uh, for a little bit, just every once in a while on, like, she covered, like, stuff about Colleen yeah. and things like that. And she's been covering a lot of eight passenger stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, a lot of people are, but she is showing receipts. And people have been throwing a lot of accusations, a lot of, mm-hmm. um, a lot of just random bull crap that doesn't make sense or isn't true. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, oh, let's blame the pair, the family. Well, you know, her Ruby's family is elderly, her, or her mother and father are are older, and her brother, not brother and sisters. Uh, her parents might be past. No. No. Okay. No, they're still. Around. I don't know that much about them, to be honest. Her her mom and dad. Yeah. Well, they try to stay. They're they're older. You know, they're not on social media. Yeah. But her sisters, her three sisters, and her brother, I believe, all have their yeah, own Yeah, they family. have channels. Oh, they they yeah. all have families. Um, and they have been doing what they can do. Now, trying to get children uh, the legal way is very hard hard out of a bad situation. Don't ever do it the illegal way. <laughs> no, 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 no. But I'm just saying, you know, it's not just as simple as, oh, you call and they they just come and, and take your child up and, and everything's just hunky-dory. That's not the way life works. No, it's very difficult to get custody yeah. of children, especially if you're not a biological parent. Yeah. Of that, like if you're just a family member, or even if you're not a family member, it's very hard to actually physically do that. Yeah, it's it's a little easier for grandparents, but not much. Um, I mean, if you're, I don't know, it, you have to have a good judge, you have to have a good situation. You have to have overwhelming amount of proof. Oh my god, and. Yes. Even if you have, you know, so much proof, yeah, 
it still they end up getting oh yeah put back into situations that are bad or left in situations that are bad and now um like we've been saying we went through this process i have photographs i had video documentation um and multiple eyewitness accounts because of one mistake from my attorney um the child got sent back and it just so happened that you know the father really didn't want the responsibility so within 12 hours of receiving the child back i thank god i was lucky enough to have you know dad call me and say hey take them back let's let's work something out yeah and you know but But not everyone's situation is like that no and it gets into this weird yeah i mean we've been what six years we went through just being a power of attorney yeah for the child and then finally dad's like hey you just want to take custody you know you just want him yeah and uh, of course yes let's let's get this over with um but it's not that easy no because not for everyone no because you know it could have been it could be i've seen people be vindictive and well you get into cases like um not to pull away from the Frankie situation, no. but there's other cases like um, the guy who he had either killed his wife or something happened. Um, I believe he killed the wife, or or he was running away from the wife. Anyway, he locked the two boys in the house. No, he with, killed her. He killed her. Um, while the uh, social social worker. worker was outside. She was on the process of calling 911, and he was inside killing the children, yeah. and he ended up setting the house on fire. And so there's things like that that happen. I mean, there's absolutely nothing she could do. He ran them inside and locked the door before she could get to them. There's, and... there's also cases like where, um, I'm trying to remember exactly, um, Actually, actually, hold on. I don't know that uh, the names of anyone, but recently in Ohio, um, uh, as recent of last year, yeah. um, there are no beginning of this year. It was like February, something like that. I was reading an article about a woman who kidnapped her baby. So it's her baby, but she took the baby from the father so that she couldn't, he couldn't see the child. Um, and they, it was like this big, huge Amber Alert, and, and people were, they found the car in a different town, and they, um, I believe they found the, the child, and she was arrested. Um, but it was all because he was trying to take custody yeah. away from her. So, but, but she was the abuser. Yeah, so see, things like this, there's, there's never a cut and dry case. You know, yes, Ruby is... Uh, clearly, she has shown us her true colors. Yeah. 
She didn't even try to hide it. No. And and Kevin, he's right there beside her. He says that they've been separated for 13 months. Okay, well, what about in February when you were saying how you took the kids' Christmas away? How about standing beside her? Well, see, they, he says that they had this. some sort of, um, uh, like, she would, he would take them for a certain amount of time. They, she would have yeah, them. months a month. But we're going to talk about later on how I don't believe that. Yeah, um, I think we have proof that that's not the way it happened. I, um. But Kevin is, is no saint. And we're going to get back to this story, but we just. You know, there's there's not a cut and dry. So don't get mad at the family until you find out yeah. what happened. Because we and know for a fact that a 911 call was placed by Sherry in June. Yeah. June or July. I can't remember which one it was. But of this year, Sherry called the police herself because she went there and found out that the kids were there, and she, they wouldn't open the door for her. Yeah. They were afraid to. Um, there's also, uh, before we get into Kevin's stuff, there's also things like, you can do whatever you, I mean, like, you can sit there with Lori Vallow. Yeah. She had, those kids had so many people saying, I'll take the kid, I'll take the kid, I'll take the kid. Yeah. And... Thank God the police in that situation actually did do their job and yeah. went and checked on those kids and then was like, hey, <laughs> she, she ran away to Hawaii? Yeah, Something sus there. Yeah. We need to figure out where these kids are. Yeah. But there's also cases like, um, I believe it was in New York City, this little boy, his, I think his grandparents was trying to get um, oh. custody, uh, it was his biological grand grandparents, but the thought fo- they had been put into foster care, so they were, tr- it was a sticky situation, because rights were taken away from the mother, and oh. she had passed away from, um, an overdose, oh. but the grandparents wanted the little boy, and his sisters, and things like that, but, the- and they were all in this apartment, and the social worker was like, Oh, he's not here today? Okay, that's cool. Oh, again? You know, two weeks later, they're not here again? Okay, that's cool. Oh, he's sick? Okay. Never saw the child for months. How months. How kids were there? There was, I believe, four children, I think, living in the house. So, just the one she didn't but see. Just the, just the one um, was the, the main priority. Because he was, like, six, six or seven years old. Oh, so he should be in school. Yeah, um, but he wasn't because he was, unfortunately, in the closet. Oh. Passed away. Um, because the foster parents' boyfriend decided to beat him to death in front of the other children. Oh my um, God. and so you get instances like that where you can sit here and call and call and call and call, but the police or CPS, uh, you know, Child Protective Services, they don't always do their job right. No. And I understand that they are overworked and over, 
underappreciated, understaffed, overworked. They have hard, I mean, it's so hard when you've got to see a hundred children a day. Or like, a month. Even just a month. Well, like. It's hard. I saw I this. Mean, there's only 30 days in a month, you know. I think there was like a, it was a Vice documentary. Um, and this woman was showing all of her paperwork. And it was, she's like, each one of these papers or case files is a child. And her whole desk was covered with it. And she's like, I'm expected to see all of these children today. Wow. Or, and she, some of them don't even know, like, their full, the kid's full name because they don't have time to sit there and look through the file. So, yeah. I understand that being a social worker is very yeah. difficult. But there's also... She, the, the, in that instance, she was sitting there saying how it wasn't her job to, to, um, she ended up getting fired because of her conduct and how she lied on reports saying she physically saw the child when he was dead. She clearly did not. Um, she just didn't want to do her job properly. Um, yeah, now, okay, I understand they're completely covered and swamped. And maybe they should do something in the school system or something. This is a government thing that needs to happen. You know. But, but what I'm saying is, maybe we could work something out with, like, tr- doctors that are trainees or um, teachers that are trainees at, at like, college level. Yeah. And have them go in and say, okay, this is a part of your class assignment. You take one case a week and 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 focus on that one case and learn how to do social work yeah because being a doctor is like a social worker well being a doctor is a nurse is like a social worker being a teacher is like a social worker well yeah because you have to understand you have to be able to identify situations like what if the person who's coming in here is being hurt yeah and you're Exactly. You, know, you have to be able to spot that without them telling you. Yeah, exactly. So if maybe they can work something out with with colleges to allow that to be a part of the program. Or the, the main problem that, like I was in that documentary, I think it was a Vice documentary, um, uh, was saying that they don't get paid that much. There's so no. underfunded, you nobody get, wants to do that job. They get paid minimum wage. Uh, in the, some states, that's not $15. Well, like, uh, you know, in a few states... Well, I applied in Ohio about, oh, God, six years ago mm-hmm. as a, a social worker through the welfare office because they were hiring, and I thought, that's great, you know? Uh, I have a little bit of college. I, I can do this. Yeah. It's just filling out paperwork. And, um, they get paid seven fifteen an hour. That's insane. And I don't think it's changed. And that's in, that's in Ohio. I mean, I know California gets a little more. I believe California, the, the minimum wage is $15. You, like, yeah. you can't... It's, all jobs are $15. Yeah. It's, so, you know, you're talking anywhere from 7 to $15 for life-threatening... Because, yeah. like, with that one guy, he could have easily killed her. He, he had could, guns yeah. in the house. He could have shot her. Yeah. And 
Yeah, they're risking their lives. They're but also you're 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 supposed to be there to make sure that children are in safe positions. Exactly. And if like the the woman I was talking about, she got fired. She was saying like I don't have time to save everyone. And it's like but if you don't try to save one, yeah, then what good are you? What's the point in doing the job? So, I just wanted to bring that that point of view in there as well. Well, also the fact that also no I, hate to CPS workers. We do love you. You are very appreciated. Well, some of you, some of you. The ones who do their jobs. Um Oh my god. Had two different experiences with two different social workers. But we're not going to get into that. <laughs> That's um, for a, a private story time. Yeah, but you know there there are different they're very different. They have their own mind and it's how they perceive things. Right. And the fact that no one went and and spent any time Oh, we're going to get in with Ruby. With there were people, there were officers Kevin? that were called. Now, the officers... I think there should be, in my opinion, yeah, should be an investigation into have, the conduct of the police stuff. There might have been a little laziness going on there, but at least they did go out. I, I will have to, you know... But the fact that they said, we saw the kids in there, but they didn't come to the door, so we couldn't do anything about it. If you see a child in distress, or you know that that child's been left home alone, you're allowed to go in. If If you have probable cause, they can break into your home. If that child is in there and you're saying, hey, I'm a cop, let me in, or at least come to the door and speak to me, and Mm -hmm. they don't, something's wrong. Maybe something's wrong. Yeah. Shameless promotion here for a second um we're talking about different true crime true crime cases we have a true crime podcast yes and uh we actually have a few cases where we talk about the issues of cps and things like that so yes. if that interests you if you could go look at mystery central yes that's the only time i'm gonna mention it um but kevin i found well i didn't find them um, Haley from Halo Haley found them, and I wanted to read off some of his, um, reviews that his students have left, because I think it shows his personality a lot oh. of how these people perceive him. Well, tell us, dear, tell us. So, okay, you can, like, rate the quality and then the difficulty of the the courses. Okay. Um, so this one is from July 22nd, 2022. Okay. Um, they rated it a quality of 1.0. Wow. <laughs> and a difficulty of 5.0, which is the highest that I've seen. Okay. Like, you can only go from a 1 or a 5. So I'm assuming it's out of 5 stars. They got a D plus in this class. Oh. Um... The uh, comment that they left was, A very strange man. If you don't agree with Professor Frankie once, then you're looked past for the, um, then you are looked past for the remainder of the course. Um, Now, if you have taken a few of his summer courses, 
He's always trying to get you involved with Jody Hildebrandt. Wow, uh, who, I've never heard that name before. I know. It says, uh, he's always trying to get you involved with Jody Hildebrandt, who is a renounced as a terrible person at BYU and the LDS. Um and who have who has severe untreated mental illness terrible terrible people <laughs> it starts this, out lovely and this was before all of this yeah that was in 2022 this is also in 2022 this next one is in July July 24th of 2022 quality 0. Uh, 1. Oh. 1.1.0 uh difficulty 5.0 um they are a dropout slash, slash withdrawal from the class. Okay. Um, and it says, unable to get in contact with outside of class. Um, he is very controlling and, and you can only have the same views as him or else you're looked down on. Caused me to, it caused me so much stress that I had to drop out. Aww. Um... This one is from July 25th of 2022. Quality 1.0, difficulty 5.0. Did he ever get a higher than a 1? No, not that I saw. Wow. Uh, they just put a, they got a C minus. Professor? Professor Frankie is rude from day one. Uh, he does not respect his students at all, and he has he's always in a bad mood and made the class miserable. Uh, wow. He would make horrible homophobic remarks and make us students feel incompetent. His classroom felt hostile, like a prison. Hashtag I hate it here. Wow. That tells us a lot. This I gets mean, me real mad. This one, this next one. Well, now just like the prison thing and stuff like that I, I you know that's how he acted when he was on right on her their eight, their eight passenger thing um now this one takes me off and before we do this I want to specify I'm not against religion I love religion I think it's great but I don't like it when people use their religion to put other people down yeah you are not better than me because you believe in a certain faith or whatever. No. Everybody is equal. Your faith is just as valid as my faith. Yeah. All that. Exactly. <laughs> I just don't like don't how have... people have to be like, oh, well, I I believe in this and that makes me holier than that when I'm no. better than you. No. Like, you're not. What I do with my body is my body. No. I, I believe... If I'm going to hell... You won't be there if you're so holy, so don't be worrying about me. Exactly. I have, uh, all my children have had their own religion. I mean, they were, you know, Baptist-based, I guess. We we would go to different churches. I, I like to experiment, and uh, not in a weird way. <laughs> oh, my God. But, <laughs> I like to go to different churches and, and, um, like, just hear different points of view. Yeah. So, one of my child is a Wiccan, one of my child is an atheist, and the other one, I don't think she had known. I'm undecided, currently. One I like... is very religious, very big Christian. 
I like learning about different religions and different cultures within, you know, that yeah. go around the religion. So I really don't like to sit there and say, I, I mean, I guess I would identify as a Christian if I had to, if I had to pick. Put a label on it, the, yeah. But I, you know. I think you have to figure that out for yourself. You can't uh, judge everyone. Right. You know, what you think is not what the next person thinks. I think it's interesting to see the the differences and the simula- similarities oh. in different religions. Definitely. Um, this this little comment makes me real mad though. So they rated this. This was on June twenty second, twenty twenty two. They rated it a quality of one point zero, difficulty of five point zero. Um, they dropped out slash withdrawed from oh. the class. Um, it says, once he pulled me by the arm into his office to yell at me for doing a TikTok dance outside of the building. Outside of the building. Right. So they were on the outside of the building, and they were doing filming a TikTok, and he went in there and yelled at them. Now, he I understand. And pulled her into his office. Right. Physically her pulled her. And so he needs to be brought up on assault charges. I would be like, this is sexual harassment because like why are you staring at me like that i know okay people don't understand this if it's on the street and i understand she was on school property so he could probably say you're being indecent on school property and this is a religious school i we are taking that into account but this just to me shows his um i'm better than you and the fact that he would physically pull a student yeah um is very concerning and that makes some of these comments may be the reason why he was fired and not just the eight passengers i yeah this sounds like well did you said some of them took him to the uh school i I believe some of these comments were seen at the school board okay because i think you said something about that he thought that was why he was fired. Well, there was a rumor. I'm not sure if it's 100% true. It might be. It might not be. I don't know for sure. But I heard that he was let go due to his conduct at school. Oh. Not the eight passengers channel. Okay. That he was not up to their standards yeah. of teaching. Well, I mean, jerking kids around, mm-hmm. jerking, jer- jerking people around. Well, making people feel like they're less than you, yeah. no teacher should do that. I have had teachers who have made me feel absolutely idiotic. That's and not right. that's not a way to, to learn. No. And, and at college, you're a grown-up. Right. You take responsibility for yourself. And he has no right to treat them like they're just nothing. If they're outside, what is it hurting him? Walk away. Go inside. Don't don't comment. Yeah. You know? You don't have to look at that TikTok. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't phase you. And who is he to, you know, degrade them by by grabbing her, jerking her inside? I believe it was a female, yeah. It made, it made the, um, it sounded like female, I'm sorry, I just assumed. Um, and then making the homophobic jokes and yeah. the comments and stuff like that, I mean. 
I understand this is a religious school, but you should keep, if that's not a part of your teaching, which I believe it was not. Um, no, I mean, um, I don't know even religious schools that, that, that would just, do that. You know, yeah. That's, that's just not right. You, you keep that stuff to yourself, especially if you know, you can clearly see that you're upsetting your students. Right. You're making them feel uncomfortable. Right. Enough is enough. So this is the last one that I have. Um, it's from June 17th, 2022. Quality zero, uh, 1.0, difficulty 5.0. Um, they actually listed their grade as an audit slash no grade. So, like, they didn't get credit. Wow. Um, they said, Kevin is terrible. I cried every day. <gasps> He is very abusive to his students, and we were left traumatized. Uh, he had a meltdown the last month in uh, last month in front of the class, and then scolded everyone. I tried to contact the dean, but nothing happened. He screamed and yelled at us for using TikTok. Uh, he they really do not like TikTok. No. <laughs> It is, I mean, TikTok has its problems, but geez, it's kind of good. <laughs> um, uh, he yelled at us for using TikTok and went on a rant. He threw a textbook at me and I'm filing a battery charge. Wow. Um, I'm not sure what has come of that, but that actually may, might be the charge, the assault charge. That was, that he has against him. Yeah, it could be. It might have been dropped, though. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'll have to actually, like, see if I can find he the document that. probably settled. Probably. probably settled. I mean, the school probably said, okay, you leave and we'll, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, there's also, um, I believe this is from Rolling Stone. Okay. Um an article talking about that Kevin did uh, now the video is deleted now of course but you can find the video um, people have re-uploaded it uh, it's called what we haven't told you this is when they're talking about how um, Chad was forced to sleep on the floor on the beanbag yeah. so this is t them announcing that the he had went um, to this camp yeah the camp and all that stuff and so when Kevin's out here sitting here saying now, oh, I'm, I was never a part of any of the abuse and all that stuff. I never agreed with, with anything. I'm paraphrasing, but that's basically what he said. Yeah. Um, this is what he told the interview in this interview. Uh, it says in the video called what we haven't told you has, uh, that has been deleted. Kevin told the, in oh, it's insider. Sorry. Oh, uh, uh, insider that it was a moment of vulnerability and a part of Chad's story redemption that showed his victory over the challenges that he's faced for the past several years. So that sounds like he agreed with abusing his child. Well, yeah. Um, uh, the people who have been following us this whole time, they have, um, they would have perceived it as such. He said, um, the problem is when individuals who aren't familiar with the narrative uh, don't get the entire story, they feel 
uh, they fill in the unknown with their own narrative, and that's where usually things blow up. I'm sorry. I, I really don't understand. Like, I don't need other context other than, like, okay, when your kid's being bad, you send them to, like, a military school. Yeah, you if, know? If you threaten just... the military school or say, I'm going to literally, you're going to be grounded for the whole summer. Like, you're not going to get to get on a phone. You're not going to get to, yeah. you know, we're taking the game systems. Like, you did something so bad. Like, you stole the car and, you know, crashed it and almost yeah. died. Like, you you're... got drunk and almost died. Yeah. You're, you're not allowed to go outside this house the whole entire summer. Like, you will have no fun. Yeah. You're going to be stuck here playing board, ga- board games with me. Yeah. Chores all day. That's not as bad as sending him to a wilderness wilderness camp where he had to starve and fend for himself and then get back and then for seven more months after those six months of that, seven months after that, he's still sleeping on the freaking floor and you've taken the bathroom door off and you've taken his bedroom door off and he's sleeping on a beanbag and then you took the beanbag. Like, well, I'm getting heated. (laughs) I guess Chad has never had a room. Now, he's supposed to have shared with Russell. No. Russell and and Chad originally were supposed to share the big room because they had their own bathroom. But Russell ended up getting the bedroom by himself because Chad was kicked out into the the family room. From what I understand, they lived in a house, right? And then they moved to a new house. Yeah, they got a bigger house. And that's the bigger house. And, like you said, they were supposed to share, but then he didn't. Yeah. Yada, yada, yada. Then they made him sleep on the floor of yeah. Russell's bedroom. Yeah. It, it's it, it's not good. I mean, it's... Oh, oh, and while there. he was gone, remember, don't forget, while he was gone to this wilderness camp, he had not cleaned his room. And so, um... He had clothes all over the floor, I guess. You know, yeah. Ruby would absolutely hate me because oh there are clothes all over my room and it's so messy. But I guess he had clothes laying everywhere and she just threw them all away. Yeah. Anything that was in the floor, she just threw it away. He had no clothes. So he said, I only have like five shirts and three pairs of pants to wear. Yeah. So. Everything else is pitched. Um, but... Kevin was there the whole time. Mm-hmm. Kevin was there when she said... He okay, drove him yeah. to this wilderness camp. Yeah. Kevin was there when she says, Okay, you're just going to get a, a pillow and a blanket and sleep on the bathroom floor uh-huh. when Russell had a temperature of 103. Yeah. Well, he was also there when he got COVID and then made the joke about, Hey, let's all get COVID together. Yeah, let's just give the kids COVID. And, and then we'll, they'll get an immune to it. Yeah. Even though my my sexy man husband, Dr. Fauci, sat here and said that that <laughs> was not actually any help at all. Like, you can't build an immune system, to, or you can't become immune to COVID. No. Um, and <laughs> she... <laughs> I'm sorry, I love Fauci. Oh my god. Uh, um... Now, I also, there's also, did you hear about him calling her in prison? 
Oh, well, she was in jail. <laughs> or jail. <laughs> yeah, I did hear about that. Um, so I have a little bit of the article. Okay. A little snip bit. Um, a cellmate overheard a phone call a conversation between Ruby and Kevin. Um, now, we also do have to take this kind of with a grain of salt, but I think... I'm I'm assuming that there is actual like a phone record yeah. of it because they record all calls in prisons. But you know when a cellmate is sitting here like I have tea on this person like it's usually that they're trying to get their case lessened. Yeah. So, but I'm assuming that there is some sort of like phone document record of this call. Yeah. Um, and it says they instructed their inter- attorney to visit the residence and collect money hidden in a house, hidden in the house. When the attorney arrived, the money was nowhere to be found, causing Ruby to panic and being ab- um, about being able to unable to pay him. So, so yeah. my theory, I think she, she was like, I need the money to like pay the attorney. And he went to the house and was like, I'm just going to keep the money. Yeah. <laughs> I think he it's took the money. Um, yeah. Um, I, I, she's so, supposed to have money hidden all over the house. So if this is a, a bad person, you, we don't like this person, she abused our children, why are you calling them in jail? Yeah. Other than to be like, what the hell is wrong with you? You know well, what I'm saying? Like... That wasn't the case. He wanted the money, too. Uh-huh. He wanted to know where she was hiding the money. Yeah. He has no concern for his children, in and, my opinion, allegedly. And I I mean, I really wouldn't put it past him for him to sneak over there and get the money once he found out where the money was before the attorney got there. Now, I really quickly... In my opinion. Um, okay. So... This is the part where, if you don't want to talk about, um, or hear about some heavy things, yeah, skip on. Um, now, okay, he says that they had this kind of, like, on-off, like, I'll take them for, like, two weeks, you can have them for two weeks. I think it was a month. Um, well, it was like that, but then she wanted them for the summer. So he hasn't seen the kids physically all summer, he says. Okay. Now, in the 911 call that was released, um, which it honestly broke my heart to listen to. I almost cried multiple times, especially when the neighbor, he started crying because it, the state of the child was so bad that it was, like, causing him to, like, it was a visceral emotion. Okay, I guess Russell, Russell is the 12-year-old. Yeah. And he had a pair of socks on. Yeah. And he had, well, at first he didn't have socks on. I believe the neighbors got him a pair of white socks. But he Um, was wearing clothes that did not fit him. No, he had a pair of large boy shorts on that were, um, that didn't fit him. And he had a a long sleeve, um, like flannel shirt on that didn't fit him. And... He, at first, he saw the the tape on the ankles. But he couldn't see it on his hands at first. And then Russell 
pulled the, the shirt up a little and he could see the um, tape on the wrists and on his uh, and the, the cuts up and down his arms. Now, they, apparently he had welts all over his body. Now, one, the, um, the way that the, the police have described, um, now, last time we talked about the charges, yeah. I went over the charges, and there was those two extra charges. Yeah. One of those charges is not for Russell at all. It's specifically for Eve, the younger one. She's ten? Um, uh, yeah, nine going on ten. So... Um, Eve was found so, okay, I don't know how to say it. She has rope marks on her body, um, that are so deep, they have, they're scars. Yeah, they, they're open wounds. They were open wounds, but they were reopened wounds. This child has been tied up for a long time. Well, Russell had to ask, what day is it? He didn't know if a, what, what, like, the day was, and he had to ask, like, when, when, what month it was, what, he didn't, so, he didn't know how to say how old his sister was, because he didn't know if her birthday had passed. So, they were tied up for a very long time, and, um, the way that they're describing it makes it sound like the children have very large, um, rope burns and and marks on them um he also um the the dude on the 911 call um they i guess he had told the police um this wasn't in the 911 call but the police had reported that this is something that he had witnessed um so they're 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 cuts but they're they're like I don't I guess I'll just come out and say it. That he was whipped, basically. Yeah. It's what it sounds like to me that this child was whipped with a belt or something. Or Yeah. I, um, I don't know. They said that they found um, the corresponding well, yeah, cause he had weapons belts. to the injuries. They uh, yeah. Apparently they were found just basically head to toe. These children have wounds. Yeah. Um, they, he was New and old. Yeah, he was talking about how he had uh, welts on his body, all over his body. Um, he was um, very emaciated. He was very um, malnourished. Now, very. Uh, he he said he was trying to give him drinks and keep him cool, and you know. He was worried that Jody was going to come and start stuff. So he's like, well, you need to hurry up and get here. Yeah, because she's still there. We can take him inside, but we're two doors away from her house. Yeah. Um, well, he actually had to go about a block down the road because yeah. the houses are kind of so far apart. Yeah. But it's like they were very close. And um, now in the 911 call, you can actually hear Russell. And it's so heartbreaking to hear him speak because he's sitting here saying like, oh, you know, all of the bruises and so, he's like, it's my fault. Yeah, this is my fault. I did this. He, um, 
I guess from from what Russell says, you can hear him say, or as he's answering the questions from the guy, um, he thought that Julie and Eve were there. Yeah. He said that there was two sisters there, which we know for a fact that Julie and Abby were at Ruby's house, not Jody's house. So he was separated from the other. He thought that he was the only one being beaten. Yeah, he thought he was the only one there. He thought the other girls were walking around. So that makes me, how long has he been separated from his sisters? Now, it was told that he was in the basement. And that's why everyone assumed that he crawled out of uh, the second story window. Okay. Because he had to crawl out of a basement window. Okay. But I'm not sure because that's just a rumor. Don't take that with a grain of salt. I did see that a bunch of places though. That everyone's yeah. mentioning a basement. Yeah. Um, and I, but I know that Eve was found in an upstairs bedroom. Yeah, she was found in a bedroom. So they were separated at her house. Yeah. And not put together. If he didn't know how long he had been there, he had to have been there for more than two weeks. Yeah. I, I'm, well, now, I mean, one week could drive you crazy. Yeah. If you're not seeing anybody. But he's been beating. Yeah. He's been, uh, you know... I'm sure they've been screaming at him. They, the neighbors complained about the noise and, and mm-hmm. stuff. Actually, on the 911 call... He says, yeah, we've had problems with this neighbor. Yeah, she's she's trouble. Well, he also... they People in this neighborhood and in Ruby's neighborhood has all called CPS multiple times. Yeah. Uh, or they call it D- DFHS there. Um, uh... Because they've noticed that the children have been left home alone for weeks on end. Yeah. At Ruby's Especially in Ruby's neighborhood. But yeah. I guess this, this, uh, in Jody's neighborhood, a couple of people have noticed that there was kids there and they were by themselves. I guess Eve, um, had been known to be wandering about the streets. Yeah, and at, um, at, at like, Ruby's house. The, the neighbors were complaining. Uh, so maybe they, they were, moved her because... Well, they actually called the police and said, Hey, there's a kid that we see at like 12 o'clock at night, and she's trying to ring our doorbell to play. Yeah. And stuff like that. Or, or the kids are out in the yard. Or they're at school. Wrestling or something like that. And... Um, so the cops get there and the kids are gone. Yeah, and I, I people I did see some comments of people saying like, well, why didn't the cops just go and and look around the neighborhood more? Well, if they don't, if they're driving by and they do their little patrol and they don't see a child, yeah, then like I said before, it, cops have to physically see you being harmed sometimes in order yeah. for them to be able to do anything because the law says that they can't intervene. If yeah. I mean. And, you know, if you don't see something wrong, why are you going to stay there and, and, like, search? Right. There's so many 911 calls right. that are pranks. So, I I get that, you know, they didn't want to stay around and, and uh, put up with it. Yeah. 
Not excusing it, though. No, no. Um, they did, however, uh, this is, this is amazing to me. Why social services weren't more adamant about this, because they have 19 phone calls. Yeah. For, directed at Ruby's house. Yeah. In the last two years. Yeah. While he's living there, yeah. while both of them are living at this house, 19 phone calls. She even makes videos saying yeah. how people have called. People have called social services on me. They think we're bad parents. And he's sitting over there justifying why people are saying that they're bad parents. And saying how wonderful they are. And he's right there in the car with her. Exactly. I... This... uh, Kevin is just as guilty as Ruby is. Yeah. Um, He allowed this woman to hurt his children. Yeah. I don't understand how you could do that. Um, Now, I also wanted to uh, bring up a point that... um, frustrates me. We also mentioned about Chad. Chad has still not made any public comment, but I guess he is okay. He's an adult now, so I guess he's okay. I'm not... I still don't know where he's at. Like, we know where Sherry's at. But, like, I still don't know where he's at. Um, but... Today, in court, um, well, yesterday in court, 2.31 in the morning, (laughs) um, uh, at her little bail hearing, she... Ruby has allowed us to have a little bit of insight as to why maybe this all happened. Yeah. She says that when Russell was three... Now, Russell is 12. When he was three. Now, she also hinted that Chad is also involved in this situation. Um, uh, When one of the kids was three... They saw, they were watching porn. Now, to her, porn could be, um... A Vogue magazine. uh, Yeah, a picture of a girl. Yeah. Um, with fully clothed, you know, if that girl's not living in her truth, um, then it's (laughs) porn. Um, so, I guess he was looking at porn, and then he started touching some of the siblings. Yeah. And other children, and they had to keep them... Separate. And it got continuously worse. And so they had to keep them separate. Um. It's giving Duggars. Yeah. Because instead of saying, okay, my child has a problem. They keep doing inappropriate things to other children and their siblings. We need to remove them from the situation because they're the problem. Not the other ones. Um. And we need to get this kid, you know, therapy and help and put well, in a place where they can't... By all means, let's not do that. Let's just beat them. Yeah, I don't understand how, how okay, if he had a problem with, you know, molesting uh, the other children, why starvation and tying up and beating them was the way to go? Like, were they trying to do, like, a, tr- a like, the things that they were doing to Jesus? I don't, like... I, I they trying to be like the Romans? I don't understand. I don't know. But Julie and um, Abby uh-huh. 
are both bigger than he is. Yeah. Uh, Russell is a very small framed young man. He's very petite. She also hinted that it was Chad, too. Well, I, I just don't believe that. Um, I just don't believe it. The thing that I have a problem with is I would like to know why she's bringing this up. Because she wants to deflect the blame. Well, I have a theory. That this is just a theory. It's not been confirmed. Please do not sit here and spread this around and say that it that it is. Um, I think that she's worried that when they interview the children, the children are going to say that they were molested. And if she says, or that maybe they were forced to do things with each other. Well, if um, she says they were. Um, not forced, but that he would do that. But if she, if they say that they did, then she can say, well, it was not me, it, it was, was them. Um, yeah. She wants to, because, like, why would you bring up something that has nothing, like, nobody was mentioning sexual stuff? No. Um, until she brought it up. Yeah. Well, see, okay, so, Thursday... They had a custody hearing. Right. Um, uh, she had her attorney and her, yeah, well, it was like a Zoom or whatever it was called. And then uh, the two girls, Abby and um, Julie, Julie, had their attorney and they were there. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Eve, I think, is still in the hospital. Unfortunately, I don't know. It has not been confirmed. Well, from what I heard, um, she was she's in foster care. Well, with Russell, she um, neither one of those two came, but the two older girls came, um, and then of course he had his attorney there. Um, I believe. So the children have their own attorney. Yeah. Um, Ruby has her attorney and uh, whatever his name is. Kevin. Kevin has his attorney. Um, apparently they stayed in foster care. They were not given to Kevin. No. Um, they have um, they have scheduled interviews with Julie and um, Abby. Yeah. They're going to be in uh, not interrogated but question yeah. yeah because they they were never they haven't been questioned yet yeah they haven't given a statement or anything like that so they have to do their little thing um the judge has ordered i guess for them to stay in foster care um and then on friday ruby had her um bail hearing and, yeah, so and we'll let you get the good news. It makes me so happy. Um, so judge, his name is Judge uh, Walton. Judge John Walton is the judge. They've actually this judge um, is for Ruby's case, but he's going to actually be switching. Uh, not he's not going to be the judge because she wants her trial to run at the same time as. Yeah, she's having um, a, a switch. They're joint. They're joining the cases together. Um, um, yeah, her and Jinx. Uh, sorry, her and Jody are having their case 
seen by Jody uh, Judge. Yes. So, um, but Judge John Walton um, is they they have been denied bail, so they will stay in jail till the pretrial on um, September twenty first. Yeah. Um, they are from the same county. But, but in separate locations. They're about two hours apart from each other. They, um, her counties are so large there. Yeah. But it, it's mostly just desert. It's not really that they're so big that, you know. Yeah. So they're in the same county, but they're different locations. Yeah. She's going to be transferred to that location. Um, just because I think mostly the reason why she's doing that is because People don't know her there, and the city that they're at, Yeah. I mean, uh, that's Everybody where they knows. go to church, that's where okay. everything happens. The, the, the meet, the, for the trial, they couldn't actually live stream it, because so many people joined, Yeah. that it, like, shut down. It broke it. <laughs> um, people were, you know. It was a web, what? Uh, my god, I don't know. It wasn't a Zoom thing, but... I don't know. It, it was weird. They, um... But they couldn't do it. They couldn't do it, so they ended up just not doing it. Um, they also... There were people in the live stream, um, who were, like, making baby sounds. Yeah. And, like, mommy, saying mommy and stuff like that, which is super disrespectful for the children. But, like, if, if freaking... If she yeah. could hear it, well, I hope it's making her think. It, the judge could hear it. Yeah. And it was uh, annoying him. And so they he just asked them to stop. They couldn't figure out how to like block people and stuff like that um, yeah. to sort people out were the trolls. him off. Because I guess they could stop him from talking and talk over him and stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, it was bad. So. She did not get bail, um, which is funny because even Lori Vallow got bail. I know. <laughs> and she literally ran away to Hawaii. And so and it's like they're she, clearly taking this case very seriously. Yeah, it's it's horrific. I I guess. I mean, I don't really care to because if I saw it, I probably would just like cry for days but I guess when you saw the kids like the female officer pretty much broke down right there the the male officer the main guy who was there the first responder dude um there's uh the on the um dispatch call that was released because they released the full one the full yeah. thing um he broke down yeah. he 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 couldn't yeah, it, it was bad. It was sad. And when you see a grown man, you know, practically in tears trying to fight it so that he can show these children, like, oh, it's okay, it's going to be okay. Yeah. I mean, they said it took them four hours to convince Eve that it was safe to, that it was okay to come with them because she was terrified. To to leave with them, they actually have um, one of the charges um, specifies that it's um, 
it's used for aggravated assault, but it's also, um, or child abuse, but it's also got, um, uh, a charge in there where it's like, um, if you've been, uh, emotionally and physically manipulated. Yeah, meaning, sort of like um, Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah, well, the, the one charge, or the two charges, there's the torture charge, and then the, um, there's another charge, um, that is like, um, I'm trying to remember, <laughs> um, you got, let me find it. While you're finding that, I'll say this. Now, she had her charges moved to, her case moved to where Jody Hildebrand is. Now, everyone assumed that they were at the same jail, but they weren't because Ruby was arrested in Springfield, I think, mm-hmm. in her hometown. Jody was arrested on site. Um, so they were in two separate jails, and I guess they have like different color, like. Well, see, she had uniforms. She was wearing the regular uniform is the yellow striped one that Jody had on. Yeah. But she was actually transferred. Um, uh, Ruby was transferred to the medical unit. Yeah. Because of a condition that she has of some sort. Yeah. Uh, she got some sort of. She was. Um, had a, some sort of medical issue while she was in. Yeah, poor baby just got sick. I think um, they should make her sleep on the on the bathroom, bathroom floor. floor. So, um, the charge that I was talking about that I couldn't remember is the one where it's um, abuse to where you have caused someone severe mental delay or mental... Yeah. Um, it's basically a, a mental and emotional abuse to the point where this child or the, or the person that you are, that is the victim, has, isn't in a good state of mind. Yeah. I mean, the way that these officers are talking or the information that's coming out, it makes it sound like these children, like, lived in hell. Yeah. Well, they pretty much did. Um, yeah, and they said, oh, she, Ruby just gave the kids to Jody. I don't think so. I think she had, like she said, she had an emergency. She had to go and uh, deal with that. Well, now see, those, uh, Russell and Eve had been living at Jody's house. Well, I know, but she was living at Jody's house, I believe. And yeah. she just allowed the girls to just take over her house. You know, a 14-year-old and a 16-year-old to live by themselves in a house, which they were probably more responsible than she was, obviously. But, but she's not checking to make sure there's, you know, we don't know if there was food in the house. Yeah. We don't know if, you know, a lot of stuff could happen. I mean, she put these children's lives out on the internet. You hear all these other YouTubers like, oh my god, the sea of people outside of Logan Paul's house. Oh yeah. And Jake Paul's house. Um, what if people did that to them? Like, yeah. what if one of the neighbors was not so yeah. kind? Yeah. Or an uns- what if the house got broken into and someone, you know, hurt the girls? Like, yeah. do not leave your children at home alone. No, I mean, 
if someone was in the hospital and I had to leave my child overnight if they were a teenager. Right. I, w- I would probably leave them overnight one night, but never would I even think about leaving my kids. Yeah. You know, all the time. I mean, That's if you have, insane. like, a, a, like you're, you've got to go to work, and you're, you know, from 6 o'clock to 8 o'clock at night. Yeah. You know... That's not as bad as leaving them for two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> you know. It's it's horrible. Um, and I just don't understand her mindset of how... I, now, dad, they couldn't call dad? Did they yeah. have electric? Did they have a phone service? I, I don't think they have phones, no. No, I know they don't have, like, cell phones because she doesn't allow that. But do do they have a home phone so that they can call Dad and say, Hey, we're here all by ourselves and we're starving. It really doesn't sound like he would want to come and pick them up, though. Well, and, and there was a story at first that nobody's addressing. I don't know where this story came from. It was supposed to be hooked up with the uh, 911 stuff and all that. But for some reason, someone said that Abby and Julie were hiding at uh, one of their friend's house. Well, I mean, or a neighbor's house or something. Yeah. Why were they hiding? Yeah. if If that was true, why were they hiding? And... Who were they hiding from? I think that they were getting confused because they, they were at two different locations. And, yeah. Um, Julie and... It, it was confirmed that Julie and... Uh, Eve... Not Eve. Uh, Julie and Abby were at the house... At, at Ruby's house. They were found at Ruby's house. No. Um, why? Alone. Why did Russell think that Julie was... With this, with that's what him. I'm saying. Like, how did he? He not had know? to have been down there for the entire time. Yeah. And well, well, Jody why? said in her interview, the children should never be allowed to be around other children. Well, now Ruby was in a traffic incident. Two Which, days before. But it didn't sound like it was a, like a, um, it was a, accident. It was a traffic stop. Like, you yeah. know how, like, they stop you in the middle of the road to be like... So she it, got a traffic ticket, it sounded like. Yeah. Like a, a pretty severe traffic ticket. Um, it didn't sound like it was... Uh, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't go into more details about it. I guess we could look it up. Well... I think maybe some of the things, some of the details they're purposely leaving out because this is going to trial. Yeah. Um, they're both, I, I, I'm assuming they're going to both plead not guilty. Oh, I, I'm um, pretty sure they are. Ruby looked really rough. Um, Jody, they did, I didn't see a picture of Jody. No. But she did, her... Her preliminary, I mean, not preliminary hearing, but her uh, bail hearing was also today. And it was also denied. Friday, yeah. 
Um, so that is a good thing. Also, the guy who, okay, so the reason why her, uh, Jody's license, her therapist license was taken away. Yeah. Um, was because there was a guy, uh, he had been seeing her, he was her, she was his therapist. Yeah. Um, and she basically one day went into his church that they both were at together and announced to his wife and everybody in the church that this man had a porn addiction and he was a sinner. Oh, and basically no. broke doctor-patient confidentiality, and he turned her in because she ruined his life. He wow. got kicked out of the church. His wife left him, like everything. His whole world was destroyed. Because yeah, of her. I think he even got like fired from his job. Like wow. she basically made it her mission to tell the whole world that this man was a sleazy, awful person. Um, and so she, that's why she got her license taken away. And he actually is doing, he did an interview to say, like, hey, I was the, you know. Yeah. She ruins people's lives. Yeah. There's um, so many stories coming out now. And he basically was like, I wouldn't put it past her to do this. No. Because um, she likes to ruin people's lives. Um, and he's not the only one that, I, I guess this is, like, a thing that she liked to do. Like, if she yeah. was your doctor or your therapist, she would just, like, tell everybody your drama. And it's like, you can't be doing that. Well, yeah, I heard a story from a man who said she ruined his life. I guess his wife was in, really involved in the church. And there, and, well, he was also, but uh, his son, his 12-year-old son, was supposed to, maybe this is an occurring thing, but his 12-year-old son was supposed to be heavily into, like, porn and talking back, and he was just not in living in his truth. No. And, um, they were made to, his wife, he left his wife, Mm -hmm. and, uh, or she kicked him out, but he actually had to go, she locked the the 12-year-old in the attic for weeks. I think it was three weeks, and then the the husband broke into the house and, and, and rescued. rescued the child, and he was being he was beaten and starved. So you so know, like this is like her favorite thing to do. This apparently, is a common thing for her. Um, I mean, I would be interested in to know if that is like a confirmed like they have police documentation yeah. about that because like if that's true, that is a pattern of a pattern of. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? My yeah, brain's not working it's right like, now. Uh, uh, she is... Pattern of behavior. That's, yes. That's the word I was looking for. Psychologically, I think she's insane. If That's my opinion. I think she's narcissistic. It's not even like one of... Like, we're not saying like she's... Oh, she's just crazy, guys. No. No, we're saying like... Like if this you if you beat and starve your children, you or anybody, yeah, you know, no, this woman, you're is, an awful person, is, uh, and you have to be mentally ill and unstable yeah. to beat and starve a child. Like, yeah, like you have to be, uh, you're a bad person if you do that to anybody. I'm not saying, no, anything like yeah, that. I'm definitely. not saying, um, but like, 
children, especially it's a child that trusts you and loves you and cares about you and you're supposed to love and protect and make sure that they're safe at night and you're starving them and you're beating them all because what? Like what reason? What what reason can a child do that would allow you to beat and starve them and tie them up? I mean, I, I, there would be no reason, no reason whatsoever, and it breaks my heart to think about, you know, are they okay, and we all, of course, want to know where they are, Yeah. are they safe, who they're with, all this stuff, but we don't need to know. We don't need to know where they're physically at, we would just like to know that they are okay. I would like to see Russell's little face to make sure that Russell's okay. Because there's still that doubt in my mind yeah. that he's safe, but... Now, know. I also wanted to mention... And I know he's 18, but... You mean Chad. Chad. Um, all of them, actually. Yeah. But Chad is one that nobody really knows where he's at. Nobody knows all this. The he's other not really kid, The other kids are in care. They're being taken care of, hopefully. But, I, I, you know, I would, as a mom, as a grandma, yeah. I would like to know that they're all safe. Now, um, the YouTube channel, uh, he runs a YouTube channel called Observe. Yes. Oh, He yes. is my, one of, Observe and then the behavioral panel. I love watching their videos, okay, because yes. I'm, I love psychology. Um, he actually watched, um, a few of the Ruby videos, uh-huh. um, and gave his uh, thoughts and opinions on her psychological, or what he, you know, what he's observing. Okay. Um, and he brought up a lot of really good points that, like, if you study psychology, you will know, um, about how, like, when she's talking about physically punishing the children, like, she's smiling, and yeah. it's like like weird that you would be smiling talking about physically harming your child or yeah. you know giving them a punishment like it's not supposed to be fun for you no I um mean, and having, having go ahead you know, well i was just gonna say having your child sleep on a sleep on a beanbag on a floor for seven months is going to give them a little bit of uh maybe scoliosis uh, Trust me, it is not something. fun to live with scoliosis. I mean, that can't be good for his back. And, no. And then, like, well, I mean... A beanbag is better than sleeping on the desert floor, though. Well, I guess, yeah, that's true. And, see, and the thing that bothers me a lot about the whole, like, him sleeping on in the middle of the desert is I've been camping in Utah. And... Who <laughs> wants okay. fire ant? No, this, I looked it up. There is a yellow ant. It's supposed to be the most painful thing that you've ever experienced. And you know what? It freaking is. I got bit in the ear by one of those little yellow freaking fire ants. I don't even know what it's called. And it was god awful. I wanted to die. I wanted to literally die. I wanted to kill her. <laughs> um, I was, was begging for death. Really loud. <laughs> it hurt so bad. So, I mean, you know, 
that was like i was car camping too. Yeah. Like that was in a car. I got bit in a car. I can't even imagine what he went through sleeping on the dirt with no protection. Yeah. But um observe he also talked about um how at one point he's there it was the clip of him going through um of Kevin going through the phone. Chad's oh, little flip yeah. phone. And how oh, he's like he's he's he had Observe said that it was like he was, um, he was loving the control that he was getting. Yeah. He kept mentioning things about, like, them, the the indicators on their face were showing that they were enjoying the control of the situation. Yeah. He called, didn't he call Kevin, uh, a narcissist? Yeah. He called them both narcissists. I would go and watch his video, because he's probably gonna... He'll explain it way better than I just did. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, I hope he continues to do more videos on Ruby, because yeah. I'm, I'm fascinated. I, I, I mean, just the fact is how she says, well, both of them are sitting there just smiling, this big shit-eating grin. Oh, my God, I know. As they're saying how he, you know, he was having too much fun playing football so they had to take it from him because he shouldn't have that much fun in life. Yeah. Life should not be that good. He should just be miserable all the time. Now, there's a difference between, you know, like, you can be humble and be like, oh, I don't need this thing, so being I should Being humble and being sad, making your child sad is yeah. two different things. Um, I, you know, I was in sports. Believe it or not, I did a sport. I did <laughs> a track. Sport. I did track. And unfortunately, I had to stop doing track because I have an injury. Um, but, you know, and it was very difficult because I had to go from band practice all, and then I had to walk over to the thing and, and do the thing and you had to come and pick me up and it was like taking extra time up out of your day. But like, it was something that I enjoyed so you let me do it. Yeah. You know? Good, bad, or indifferent. Your kid—he could have been the worst football player ever. Apparently, he, he was, was really good at it and got a scholarship, and then they made him stop, and so he couldn't go to college. Yeah. So he can't—he lost his scholar, his scholarship, a full ride to a good college, and it was probably, in my opinion, because it wasn't the college that they wanted him to go to, and it was too far away, and he would be too happy, and they yeah. wouldn't be able to control him because yeah. this woman is freaking crazy. In my yeah, opinion, they couldn't. They couldn't. She control can't the control situation because that's so literally what she said when Shari went um, uh, to college. Yeah, that she was sad not because her daughter was leaving her and growing up, but because she wouldn't be able to control her. Yeah, it's it's this woman's frustrating. If you listen to some of the rhetoric that they have, and their videos are out there, I'm sure you can get it. You know. Oh, the connections page is still up. Oh yeah. Well, now uh, they don't have any more videos up, but you can listen to a podcast apparently that they had. Well, they have uh, a lot of their videos up on the websites yeah. or on the on the um, on Facebook on the Facebook um, on the Facebook. On the Facebook. <laughs> I'm I'm 97 years old, um, but but apparently they have a podcast. They haven't made one 
since like I think August 27th is the last yeah. time they were on there. Yeah. Um but like I this whole situation is it's mind-blowing. I mean, it's just how do you let things go so far? Yeah. How did how does things go so wrong? I mean, I think everyone was like for a long time like, "Oh, this person's a bad person. Let's cancel her online. Let's yada yada yada." But then it got bad. Like I don't think yeah. anybody expected it to get this bad. Or, like, I think they, everybody wanted something to happen, but then, like, now yeah. that it's happening, it's like, oh, oh yeah. it's worse than we thought. Like, oh, it's yeah. not just her exploiting her children on the internet. Like, she's literally abusing her children. Oh, yeah. Well, and, and things are becoming more prevalent, and, and we're learning so much more every single day literally almost every hour there's a new update um we also are going to do a uh small podcast on uh colleen ballinger because i i think she's headed down the same road i believe maybe not well i was gonna say maybe not as bad as ruby but she does like to body check her child all the time and she does live with with, uh, who? Corey? Corey. I don't know what it was. DeSoto. DeSoto. Um, and he is... He's been in chats with little girls. He's creepy. Yeah. In my opinion. In our opinion. And, and her husband's creepy. Yeah. Um. And so, I I mean, I, I only brought that up because I feel like she's headed down this path. She's we're on the way to find out how how much worse it it is because I mean Colleen yeah she's a groomer and and a loser <laughs> yeah apparently um but she's on that train and we gotta it gets stuck in my head then she gets us in trouble but um she better not have copyrighted that cause like she says she hasn't. But anyway, I think that she, um, yeah, she might be headed down this path. And we might see her in a year or two. Um, I hope not, because I don't want this to happen to any child. No. Especially her, she has little ones. Little, little babies. And I don't want to see any child hurt. Any child hurt. I'm just saying if we can nip it in the butt now. Mm-hmm. A preemptive strike. Mm-hmm. Once it gets past the no return zone, then it's like too late. But like now with Ruby, it's too late. Before, like the a children few are years never ago, going to be able to get past this trauma. Well, a few years ago, maybe they would have. You well, know, I mean, I think they were just talking about like shaving their legs and their first period and. And bras and dating cousins and things like that. I, I well, know. apparently the boys have been assaulting the other girls since they were three. So I think she's full of um, a big Meghan Markle. And um, we're going to probably end 
this here because we've been talking for like two hours. I'm so sorry. Um, but there's just so much of it. Yeah. You know, there's it. Oh my god. We also have a a cup an episode about um uh you know the one and only Donald Day. Donald, Donald J. Trump. I don't know why, where that went in my brain. Um, there's been some updates uh, yeah. on all of the January 6th goodness, and I'm excited about it because things are happening to my man, Lindsey Graham. Or possibly. We don't no, know. No, I, I don't think he's going to go anywhere. Uh, so we have some political stuff to talk about. But, yeah, just hug your children. Love everyone. Think about somebody and other people's feelings. Yeah. And if you see somebody who you think is being abused or harmed, um, mentally, physically, whatever, you know, contact somebody. Because I would rather be like, oh, I'm sorry that I called the cops on you. I just was trying to make sure your children were safe. Yeah. Then better to be safe than sorry. Yeah. Because you don't want this to happen to your neighbor. Yeah, and also, you know, even if you have to call a million times to get somebody to listen, it worked. Keep keep doing it because you know, it took 19 times for Ruby. Yeah. Let's let's hope that you know, we can nip this in the butt way before it gets started. Right. So, look at your family, look at your friends, love them. Well, even if you just see somebody on the street yeah. that you think might be being hurt, be, you know, take care of people. Keep an eye out for people. You be safe, though. We will see you next time. Sorry I got mushy. <laughs>